0: Hello, and welcome back to Mad Get Radio for episode number 10. On this episode, we'll be giving a full recap of the Scottish Championship, which occurred a couple weeks ago. You'll all be glad to hear we have two of uh, the fan favourite guests returning to the show. We have Gareth Barton. Hello. And we have the one and only, the salt miner himself, Martin Bueno. Hello, everybody. And as always, I'm joined by the Beavis to my butthead, it's Paul. How's it going, guys? If everyone's good? Very well, thank you. And you. So, firstly, thank you very much, guys, for coming back on the show. We had uh, a lot of fun last time when we recorded, so uh, you guys seemed like the ideal pair to come back on. Uh, <laughs> and it has absolutely nothing to do with the fact that uh, Gareth actually won uh, the championship. Of course not. No. So congratulations again, Gareth. Uh, so yeah, we're, Thank you very much. We're expecting like a really high tier of uh, strategic thought and analysis. You're yeah, unlikely that. to get that. <laughs> we promise
1: that every week and we don't deliver, so there's no reason this should be any different. Consistency—that's what it's about. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, how you doing, Paul? I'm good man. My uh, sphincter still recovering from two weeks ago, but other than that, can't complain. <laughs> See, this is like therapy,
0: though. So you can tell it was a rough it. outing, man. Yeah.
1: <laughs> rough. Spoilers, come on! They're not going to listen
0: to the end <laughs> if you give it away. <laughs> Uh, so just to give you all a brief uh, overview before we dive straight in, um, obviously the episode's going to be about the Scottish Championships, so we're each going to give a rundown of um, our games across the five rounds, um, and then at the end we'll we'll do like an overall review and we'll talk about uh, how we thought of our overall performances and our lists, and any crazy stuff that happened over, across the other games uh, that we didn't mention. And then looking forward to how we would change things, or obviously there's a couple of tournaments coming up, so I'm interested to hear you guys' thoughts on uh, lists and things like that. So just before we we dive into the tournament itself, I think it's probably worth just reminding everyone what our, our lists were about. So I think it's only fair that we start with the reigning Scottish champion, aka King of Scotland, uh, Garth Barton. <laughs>
2: <laughs> don't know about the king thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I wrote, um I I think I alluded to it on the previous podcast, but I wanted to bring a list that was quite pushy um, so that I could just run at people. I believe Uh, world was broken.
1: It uh, it ended
2: up not being that broken. Um, So I bought a list that had 31 models in it and 20 of those models had toughness five or higher and all of them had multi wounds. And it was, yeah, basically a terracotta UD list with uh, two tooled up Pharaohs, 10 chariots and two um, of the big sphinxes the t8 sphinxes and then a big unit of shabti and then just a little bunker with my wizard in it running around behind everything
0: Simple enough. that was about it yeah exactly i think it's a statement of how well you did because you got all the list penalties in the world and you still i did won, so. <laughs> i did get a lot
3: of listening
4: uh right
0: martin it, yes
4: what was in I was running the Sylvan Alps, uh, I had a Wizard Master of Cosmo, BSB, Forest Guardian, a big unit of, Dru- uh, of Dryas, ah, second Druid of Shamanins, 11 Archers, 26 Forest Guard, an Eagle, 6, six Thicket Beast, 3 Kestrels, uh, 3 father, and um, all the pathfinders Finders and something Sentinels that I could put there. Nice. Paul, what did you bring? <laughs>
0: Don't don't give (laughs) it away, Martin,
1: come on. I had a Sorcerer General with a 4-up, 4-up, Evocation, with Magical heirloom. I had a block of warriors for core, paired weapons, I had a few Feldrake, a couple of units of Fallen, a couple of units of Forsworn, Dogs, uh, two blocks of Chosen Knights, a big uh, bus of Knights with Lances, and a Chariot. So pretty speedy. Nice, very
0: aggressive. Um, I'm sure you all remember... I had a big block of heavy infantry, two wings of crossbows, uh, a scoring dart of knights, uh, some state militia, a uh, prelate general with a locket, a uh, marshal BSB, um, I had a wizard with alchemy, I had two units of rangers, two units of writers with repeater guns, and then two units of chickens, and I had the arcane altar with uh, foresight. So, before everything kicked off, what were your
1: your expectations and your overall thoughts going into the tournament. Paul, how about we start with you? I think since 2.0 dropped, I'd say that um, game-wise, I've been actually doing okay. I've been winning more than losing, so I was fairly optimistic. The Friday before the actual tournament kicked off, we had a practice game at the club. Some of the guys were up um, early, so that was pretty good. So I actually played Deej and his dwarves, which was pretty good. So my game one, was going to be facing off against Tim's dwarves, so that was ideal for me. Um, and that went really well. Got a good win out of that, so I was pretty positive. Pretty happy going into the tournament. was really looking forward to it.
4: Nice.
1: Martin, what
0: about yourself?
4: Well, I have a blast. I think it was a great <laughs> tournament. Not because of my performance, but it was a great tournament. No, it was my... First big, really big tournament for me, so yeah, it was great, and um, I had a lot of fun. I managed only to play with one of the Scottish wildlings, so every everybody else was new for me, so it was great. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to roll the dice and everything. It was great for me.
0: Okay, so what were you like? Did you have any expectations going into the tournament, or were you just kind of going there and uh, see what
4: happened? I was expecting to finish last. <laughs> But Nick in your face, Mark. <laughs> Yeah, Nick and Paul did everything in, in their hands to fuck me uh, And they fuck me uh, No, I blame Alex for this because I managed to win him But that's going to come later No, but that my own expectation was having fun My list wasn't that good So I wasn't expecting to finish on the top tier Okay, guys, but... what about you? Aside
2: from the actual list mistakes that I made and got penalties for with my list, I I did make some quite big mistakes with my list. The two sphinxes that I, I bought were the dread sphinxes, which are great if everybody has monsters, but are terrible the rest of the time. They're just not as good as the other sphinxes, so that was probably a bit of a mistake. And then I think I didn't have enough spells as well. I only had four spells, so I wasn't actually happy with my list going into it. But it is a very hard list. Like It's it's easy to play because you just run at people and it's very hard to take off the table because everything's so high toughness. So yeah, I wasn't expecting to do super well. Um, but yeah, I would have been unhappy if I hadn't got top
0: half, probably. Okay. Because uh, you managed to get a practice given in the Friday, didn't you?
2: I did against Tim, yeah. so uh, Martin's first opponent, um, which I won uh, 17-3, I think. Um, Tim's a very good player, uh, but I just managed to get some yeah some good charges off, and it was a, a quite a tight game. The score didn't really reflect the, reflect the game. Yeah, because um, I kept
0: looking over, and yeah. Tim kept like shaking his head. <laughs> no, it wasn't going well.
2: <laughs> no, it was it was like legitimately a close game. Um, just very swingy. So yeah, cool. So I was I was not super, super not expecting to do super well coming into it. and how I'll set it up.
0: Okay. What about you, Andrew? I kind of set myself the goal that I wanted to do well. So, I, uh, <laughs> I honestly, I would have been unhappy if I'd finished um, in the bottom half of the table.
3: Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, no, I was confident. Like, I'd had some good results. I knew what the list could do. I'd practiced it a lot. So, I was kind of going into it thinking there was no reason why I couldn't do well. And it was just, nice. a, just a case of performing. And then I had a practice game against Tim on the Friday, which is actually... Insanely helpful because I hadn't played in a week, which is really isn't yeah. that long. But getting that that game in on the Friday, like I made three or four really big mistakes in that game. Like the mortars, for example, <laughs> I, I went it back into one point three in my head, and I put the mortars behind my infantry, and they couldn't see shit. Oh, yeah. And it wasn't until like the shooting phase in turn one, I was like, ah, fuck myself. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> But that was a good mistake to make on the Friday and not the Saturday, so um, I actually think think the Friday practice game was insanely helpful going in. Um, So our round one matchups, now you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but um, I was uh, matched up against the lovely Barry Lynch, who had all the crushers in the world. Uh, (laughs) Gareth, you were matched up against uh, Guillermo, aka Spanish Stallion? Right? Spanish stallion, yep. Um Martin, you were matched up against Jack Austin. Yes. And Paul, you were playing Tim. Yep. Cool. Right. How about we start with uh, the King of Scotland himself? So Gareth, how did uh, your round one game go? <laughs>
1: um it was
2: it, it went well, um for me. Uh so it was um yeah against Guillermo's lizards, um and so neither of us had any chaff, which is great when you've got a list that just wants to run into people. Um, so I essentially lined up in front of him, so, um, and he, he was generous enough to line up across from me. Um, I think he took the first turn, if I remember correctly. Um, and I, yeah, so he got off a bit of shooting, some spells. Um, second turn, um, I marched everything forward, um, just keeping keeping some longish charges um, on his uh, the Raptor bus with his BSB in it the um, and then yeah basically just parking everything within a, a good safe charge on Swift Ride 8 um, and then so yeah he got another turn of shooting, didn't manage to take anything off and then um, yeah the, the no chaff for either of us played its part there as I got off five charges with my five combat units um, and the game was essentially over at that point um, <laughs> yeah i just slowly i mean i didn't really blow through anything you you don't really blow through lizards they're too they're too hard um but i did grind through them because you can't really outgrind terracotta u d um and so I finished up on
4: a on a twenty uh 20 nil um, yeah uh, i was next to a and he was sweating at the end <laughs> was literally sweating by throwing dice he was either. are you saying sweating or sweating both not sweating
1: both. Like,
2: both, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Why not
4: both? Actually, both.
2: But he was a he was a lovely guy to play, and um, yeah, we talked about the game afterwards, and yeah, it was good. I, I had a really I had a really enjoyable first game for the tournament.
0: Good. I always like that about playing G actually, because um, Guillermo's was really good for talking about the game after it. Yes. Yeah. He's like he's quite self critical of himself as well when he talks about it, so it's it's useful for both parties, I think. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Okay, so how much do you think the the toughness five? Obviously, you've got four more games, but the toughness five. How much did that play?
2: I mean, it is massive. Um, there were like, I mean, I'll talk about it later, but there are there were several several times where my chariot units got charged. So, as in the opponent charged me and I won combat, which I mean should not be happening with a chariot unit. Yeah. Um, and to be fair, they're tooled up chariot units. They've got the the, the pharaoh in them who gives the unit you know high weapon skill and so they're not they're not bad by any stretch of the imagination um but yeah the i mean t5 is is difficult for a lot of people and the t8 on the sphinxes that's right are you know resistance eight on the sphinxes is even harder to deal with um you you do lose a lot with terracotta in that you can't heal really you can only heal one wound per spell um whereas chariots would normally heal three uh, but I think on balance, you probably do lose less. So yeah, it's uh, I think it, it 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 makes a big difference.
0: Yeah. And was uh, G's shooting just not enough to to break through? Yeah, I mean he only realistically
2: had two turns of shooting. Yeah. Um, I think you know I think he took a chariot off each unit probably. Um, but you know one of I think the unit he was focusing on uh, was parked in front of his his skinks. And you know, even I think there were two chariots left, plus the the pharaoh when I charged in and I mean that's more than enough to kill the unit of pharaoh, uh, the unit of sphinxes, and then overrun into a, I think it was a little, um, uh, the razorback, you know. So it's it's yeah. There's just he needed more turns of shooting. I think with four or five turns of shooting. So if he had uh, significant chaff, then yeah, he would have he would have been able to win. But yeah, uh,
4: you were playing the diagonal, didn't you?
2: Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: And what was the secondary for that one?
2: Um, what was the secondary for the first round? Uh,
4: it was capture. No, secure oh, the target. Yeah, secure correct. target. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It was the same for
0: everybody. That's yeah. right. That's right. Okay, so that was a 20 no, So that's you right up to the top of the table uh, <laughs> then.
2: Yeah, I was up, up table two after that.
0: Yeah, nice. Okay, Martin, how did it go for you?
4: Well, I play against Jack and the two sh- Shrieking Horrors. Um, yeah, well, basically, I deploy like crap. Um, <laughs> I, I wasn't able to kill any of the Shrieking Horrors. Um, first time, he was behind a hill and undercover for the rest of the army. I managed to kill, I would say, a third of one of the skeleton units but he raised everything again. So, <laughs> but, yeah, but by the time that he was next to me to a screen with the Shrieking Horrors, it was full wounds, so full full shots. I uh, managed to kill the tree father and almost game over. Uh, I, what the, I had a chance with a, a combined charge with the Dryads and the Thicket Beast, but I failed both. So, yeah, (laughs) that was game over for me. Ouch. Yeah, well, it it was tough. Um, I was always, I I was trying to do the, with the Kestrels, a long charge during three turns. When I managed to complete the charge to kill the Necromancer, I couldn't because he, in the previous turn, he do, did a reform and put the necromancer on safe, but.
2: Uh, so you're going to yeah. get one in?
4: Yeah, because he was on the corner, so I was charging on the flanks, okay. and if I was able to fulfill the charge, it was the necromancer was dead. But nope. Uh, last time he did a reform to in his movement phase to secure the target, so yeah, he win by 20. Right. But it was okay. It was nice.
2: You yeah. in that in that game um you put your BSB quite far out didn't you on the on the
4: Yeah, but it wasn't that that wasn't the issue. Yeah. I I the BSB, the BSB need to go with the with the the, the spear elves. Yeah. So um, because of the combo for the of the spear Of course. But and I had the a target there so yeah let's go here, secure this target and try, try to challenge the other one. But didn't matter. With the True. with the two shaking horrors it was obliterating everything for me. And my my general is leadership eight. So yeah, whatever.
0: <laughs> right. So yeah. looking back on it would would you Obviously, you, you've noticed some stuff there, but looking back, is there any like major mistakes you made or misjudgments that you
4: kind of? Uh, I probably I need more shooting for that because uh, with one, if I managed to kill one freaking horror, well, the game was different. No, I I wouldn't say that I would win, but uh, it will it would be tougher, and also not being able to put the forest in between. Uh, because that can't help me, uh, but no, uh, it was I should try to avoid all the combats and everything, all the spells and everything and let him raise all the body he wants, move whatever he wants, but no, I have a combat list, so whatever Okay I mean, I wouldn't
0: yeah. take it too hard, I mean, Jack's the really good player in that list is yeah. very Oh no, hard, he played- so.
4: Very nice, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. It, it, of course, you always play against another one. Yeah. Uh, no, but it's okay. I was expecting that. Uh, my plan was <laughs> I not to buy twenty. No, seriously, I was expecting that. It's like I don't have anything to kill it. If I manage to charge them, uh, he's going to have distracting or minus one to hit and plus one to hit and stuff like that. So yeah, uh, I can't. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. As as horrible as it sounds, like sometimes losing big on the first round isn't actually that bad a thing. 'Cause you can Exactly Yeah, you can start a climb exactly. again, so yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um Paul, how yeah. did your first game go?
3: Well Well, here we go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so uh as you mentioned, I was facing up against uh Tim's Dwarves. It was refused flank and secure target, as we've said. I think Tim dropped for first turn. And it was funny, when we were doing the deployment, one of the first things he did was he whipped out these two big dice and he ba- basically put them into the corner. And he was like, always know how you know much space your army needs to fit in. And he was like, he was basically just going to corner camp. Right. And he probably took be five to ten minutes to do his deployment, um, thinking Slowly. about whether or not he wanted to do that, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then he didn't. He, he very sensibly... Spread out his army across the entirety of the board so that I basically couldn't go for any one thing and then that would provide an easy overrun. So it was really kind of spreading out the threats across the table. So his deployment was very good. And the other big problem with with the game is I made a massive, massive fucking mistake. On my right flank, there was a, a piece of terrain that was a ruin. Although it wasn't a ruin, it was actually a piece of impassable. Oh no. So I'm looking at deployment going, oh. shit man, I've got like four units with Strider that does not give a fuck. I'm well charging over that oh. ruin. <laughs> and then oh, we go we're starting moving shit around and I'm like, wait a minute Because <laughs> um, he had basically positioned more like expensive units behind the impassable. So I'm thinking if I get into that war machine, I can overrun and I can get into his king's unit and like basically go get those points. But he had very sensibly got uh, one unit of each of the hold guardians on each of his flanks. So basically, that fucked a lot with my movement. Um And he was basically able to keep me pinned into that corner. And with the all the other big thing about his list, we said that if his shooting turns up, I'm in trouble. Yeah. yeah. And it turned up. One of the organ guns, so he had two organ guns and he had two engineers with the with the Worm Slayer rockets, and they did really well against the Chosen Knights. Um, so by the time one unit of Chosen Knights had actually gotten out, um, and because he had deployed quite far back, he was basically guaranteeing himself two, unit, uh, two turns of shooting. So, that, yeah, by the time he got anywhere near attacking anything, that unit was absolutely wrecked. And then the Knights basically got up onto his other flank, got one of the war machines, but by that point they were kind of out-positioned. They cleared a charge on our unit crossbows. They fled, and because of where the terrain was positioned, they fled behind the hill. Right. And there was no other unit for me to redirect into, so which basically just caused a failed charge. And he had set up his hold guarding unit to come into the, the oh. rear of that unit. So, yeah, lost those points. And then by that point it was like, uh, game's over. So basically, turned round the warrior block with the general and just marched back into my deployment zone. I was like, "Nah, I don't have I'm not having any more part of this." So um, I think it was a uh, it was a sixteen four on points, but he won the secondary, so I was a nineteen one. So it was a pretty bad defeat. Game one.
2: Yeah, that's rough with the with the ruins, or, or not yeah. ruins, as the case maybe. Yeah.
1: And it was really annoying because we had the uh, the, the map, map packs on the on the table, so if I looked at it. Yeah. And obviously I did eventually, and then I realized the mistake. And Tim's a really good op- op- opponent. We were we were talking about it afterwards, and he was giving me some good advice and stuff, and he was saying that you should have just basically marched those units out because, you know, they're, they're pretty quick. They're movement seven and eight. You can get out of there, and then you can basically redeploy. But um, I was just really frustrated with that. And the whole guardians are so tough, you really need to charge on them, yeah. uh, especially with the knights to get the benefit yeah. of the lances because they, they're not going to outgrind them. So it was a rough start, but um, like I say, it was good. Um, and one positive was uh, we finished with about forty-five minutes left, so I actually got to wander around and
4: watch some other games. <laughs> <laughs> always the <What>, silver lining. <laughs> was always around the tables? So, uh, how about how were your game? Uh, I will explain to you later.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay, so obviously the rune problem uh, had yeah, a massive was a impact to the problem. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But looking back over, just like your style of play. Was there anything that you would have changed, or was it just the case that that screwed you and the fact that?
1: Uh, that, that screwed me. That screwed me big time. If I had pushed aggressively with everything, I mean, Tim had said if I had marched the warrior block up into his face and then with several other units just into the middle, then I could have definitely gotten more points. My logic for going for the flanks was because that's where the secure targets were. yeah And I was thinking, if I can win on the flanks, I'm fast enough that I can converge back into the middle. Yeah. Um, so when I did push hoping that it shouldn't wouldn't turn up it turned up and then that basically wiped out those threats uh, and because I hadn't uh, supported that with anything else then it basically allowed him to single things out so there's yeah. certainly things I could have did better, a couple of big mistakes but on the other hand it was always going to be a bit of a rough matchup depending on how well shoot shooting did um, and yeah. to be honest I, all tournament, I could not pass armor saves. Like <laughs> his crossbows were like taking off one and two wounds off chosen knights. I'm like, oh my god, and that's like before the rockets are laying into them with or the organ guns. Um, so it's just not great. But like I say, it was still good. Um, it was a good opponent. It was a pretty relaxed game for uh for a tournament, I'd say. So it was still enjoyable.
2: How did you find the Wormslayer rock- rockets?
1: I think As they're a- really good. I I mean, for, like, multi-wound stuff, I'm like, if that hits and it just goes through my armor, then I'm fucked. Because, I mean, I'm running, like, min-sized Chosen Knight units. So as soon as I start losing, you know, four wounds, five wounds, then that unit starts becoming less combat effective.
2: Yeah, fair. I know Tim wasn't impressed with them. This is the reason why I ask.
1: Oh, right, He he didn't love them, yeah. They did well in his game one.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. They sometimes they can just be off the hook, can't they? So, yeah.
0: I think for the points they are. I think they're not a bad idea. And I, like I was talking to Tim and Deej about this because both of them were trying them. Mm-hmm. And uh, if if you've got an opponent that lets you just shoot you, um, that isn't gonna like get right up in your grill right from the get go,
1: then they can. They've got the potential to really hurt. So yeah, I, I mean, I don't really have any shoot. To- so he was he was deploying them on their own, and then basically throwing them out as chaff. To protect his other units. Yeah, but he did so, it against
0: me as well. Yeah,
1: yeah, they're really effective.
0: What about your game one, Andrew? Um, my game one went really, really well. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> <For> uh, <laughs> I
3: was just care, oh, I don't know how to play this. I,
0: I, I was, I was fully expecting to go into that game and uh, get twenties, if I'm, if I'm totally honest, because, um, like I played against you, Paul, I think three or four times, mm-hmm. and. uh the the high armour is just on the chosen nights it's just really hard to get through and the multiple wounds that I just needed things to go my way quite early on. Um if I had any hope of getting anything out. But luckily, I don't know what I did. Um I must have pleased the gods somehow, uh because everything <laughs> went right. I I think actually nice. across the tournament my dice were pretty generous to me. Apart from one or two uh, things, which will come on later on, but I, I think across the board, my dice were pretty good. Um, so Barry, Barry's a lovely guy. We had a, we had a really good, fun game, and Barry had all the Crusher knights, or sorry, the chosen knights in the world. Uh, he had a block of warriors, which housed the sorcerer, and he had a unit of dogs. Like you, you know exactly what that list is going to do. <laughs> and uh, I won the the to choose sides, so I chose the side which had um the most cover on it, because I didn't want him getting any cover. And uh, then he just dropped everything. Uh, uh, was not unsurprising. Uh, and he spread his uh, his line right across the board, which I was I was hoping he would do because um, what I did was essentially just concentrating my stuff on one side of the table, and I put yeah. some units on the left to slow down his uh, his right hand side of the table. And um, I, I decided early on that I was going to say I put one of the uh, the tokens just outside his deployment zone, so. If he'd wanted to contest for it, he would have had to divert one of his chosen knight units to sit on that objective all game, which he wasn't going to do. Um, so I sent one unit of uh, the, the night dart round to go grab that, and that's basically all they did all game, because he ignored them. So they got that objective for me right from the get-go. And oh. uh, my shooting dice were really good, and my magic dice were good, and... Um, so his turn one, he moved right up, right in my face. And I actually thought that, that turn that it was going to be really painful because that list is so fast. Um, and my turn one shooting in magic wasn't actually all that great. So I had to deploy my chaff much earlier than I, I would have liked. Um, but turn two went fucking bananas. And uh, the crossbows were doing like three or four wounds each. And then the rockets went absolute tits crazy and just <laughs> obliterated a chosen unit. And then the mortars the were chipping in. And it was even, like, like little things that were just going my way. Like, um, he sent his unit of dogs around the hill to find <coughs> hormones. And um, the only real answer I had to them was uh, if one of my mortars got lucky and hit them. And the, the mortar hit it and blew the unit away. So it was just those little things that were just going my way, all game. And uh, Barry just started drinking quicker and quicker and was just <laughs> it, started of the tins towards the end. And then I managed to trap his generals unit, and I got a flank charge with my my spear block, and it just blew them apart with his general in it. Oh. Um. So yeah, it it finished fifteen five to me, but it could easily have been higher. Um. Because it, Barry actually misunderstood the objective. Um. Because it was a secure target, and he thought that um if you contest it, no one gets it, but it's actually more scoring units you get it. Yeah. Um. so he, right. he he played his final turn thinking that and it, when it came to me I was like you know I can just move on that and take the, the second objective off you and he was like no I didn't realise that so um, we just decided to play it like Barry thought because I did, we didn't have enough time to go back and do his turn and it wasn't particularly fair to take that off him so we drew the objective so that could have been you know an 18 in the end and actually it could have been higher if I would uh, managed to take off um, a few more of his warriors out of that big block
1: but I really can't complain because everything kind of went my way. Uh, so that someone that doesn't know you as well as I know you, Andrew, would say that you opted to lose those extra points so that you didn't go as high on the on the tables <laughs> game for yeah. game two. That would yeah. be a vicious
0: and slanderous lie. <laughs> um, now nah, I'm only kidding.
2: He was he was setting the he was the scene for his later uh, cup victory <laughs> exactly, the, uh, exactly. on the on the one tournament that matters. <laughs> Which I'm sure he'll mention later.
0: Uh,
1: it'll come up. It'll come up. Um, yeah. See when your spear block charged his his, gen- his general's unit, you said that they exploded. Were you, were you doing significant wins, or was it just combat res? Um It was a bit of both because he only had he had his
0: general and it um, is general on the side that I charged, and he had one knight. Yeah. Um, and when I charged like that unit is deceptively hard that spear block unit uh, because because the hatred and the the battle focus. There's t- 27 speed attacks going in with hatred and battle focus. I don't think I got less than 27 hits every single time they got into the combat. Yeah. Sure. There was actually, I think against Barry, it was like 30 something hits just because of battle oh. focus. And um, he allowed me because I've got multiple ways to get rerolled to wind off as well. I had that, and the unit just evaporated because it's just so so many wounds. It doesn't matter that they're all relatively shit. You're gonna fail, and um, when you've only got you know, nine, twelve wins in that unit. It doesn't take yeah. a lot. A little bit of bad luck, and then you're losing lots of models. So, okay. yeah, really good result. Uh, really pleased. Nice. Uh, Barry was really good fun to play against as well. We had a good laugh. Um, and like, I think Barry made a couple of mistakes as well, which helped, just like in his positioning and in his decision making later on. But like, we were talking about that at the end, because um, Barry hadn't managed to get many practice games in before. So I think it was a good experience for him because he's thinking about taking a similar list to ETC. So uh, mm-hmm. it, was, it was a good learning experience. So does he play for the Irish team? He does, yeah. Nice. Yeah, I played um, ETC players all weekend. <laughs> Which is another thing I'll come back to. <laughs> uh, oh. The salt will come. No, I won't, What joke. was that? <laughs> Stop complaining, come on. <laughs> okay, right, so uh, that was my round one. So going into round two, um, who did you guys get drawn against? So, Paul, who did you get drawn against?
1: Uh, I was up against uh, Chris Bond. Chris Bond.
0: Uh, Martin? It's in uh, Alex Thomas. Alex Thomas. And that was the Dread Elves? Dread Elves, yes, with all the touches. Yeah. Uh, and G, who did you get drawn against? I had Tim. Oh, okay. So, how about okay. you, you kick us off then?
2: Um, so, sadly for Tim, this was actually the second time we played that weekend, because, I, I <laughs> as I mentioned earlier, we had our practice game the night before. And so, you know, we had joked at the start, like, oh, you know, should we just shake on it and take the score from last night and all the stuff. And, but um, obviously that was somewhat in my favor. So we decided to uh drop and, and have another crack. And we started out doing the, the you know, one-for-one dance of, of deployment. Um, and then Tim decided to drop everything um, to get the, the first turn. Um, and I think he made a pretty big mistake and um deployment and that he split his army into sort of two prongs which you know is normally pretty good like dwarves are pretty hardy but against my army like that's exactly what i want to see because it just means that i can um i basically just chose the uh side of the board with without the two um uh, what are the big cannons that shoot lots uh Organ guns, yeah. I just chose the side of the wall without the two organ guns, and um, yeah, ran at him. So I felt like very confident in in that moment. Um, as soon as I saw him deploy, um, and we talked through it a lot afterwards. You know, like I he, he he realized afterwards that it was a mistake, but didn't feel that it was as big a mistake as I thought it was. Um, but yeah, I just I, as soon as he dropped, he split his force and dropped everything. I'd you know obviously dropped everything across from him. Um, and it, it meant that I'd already deployed a Sphinx on the far right, which was why he dropped everything, because he thought he could shoot it off. But he, he then failed to kill it in a turn anyway, so um, there was the, it was a bit of a, some bad luck for him there because he should have easily got it. So I just wandered that guy away, and he sat behind a hill on one wound for the rest of the game. Um, and then I think I really stuck the knife in on the last turn by healing it up one wound so that he didn't get uh, half points for it. Uh, yeah, so that that ended up being a 20-0. Um, there were some, the only, I think the notable mo- moments in it is that, um, as I alluded to before, um, he charged his unit a six-hole guardian into my chariots, so made the charge, uh, and I still won that combat. Wow. Um, so awesome. the the, the uh, Terracont chariots are just so hard. Um, but yeah, it was a it was a 20 to me.
1: I take it he took the Strength and AP on the whole guardians?
2: Yeah, Strength and AP. Actually, I lied, it was a 19-1 to me. Uh, yeah, strength, strength and AP on the
0: whole game. Wow, that's two games, two very impressive results.
2: Yeah, so far, so far.
0: <laughs> so looking back over the game, like obviously um, him deploying like that gave you the opportunity to uh, yeah. take him off piecemeal. Um, was there anything, looking back, you think you could have, uh, obviously 19, how how would you have gotten that one extra point? Or do you think that was, <laughs> that was all you were going to get? Um,
2: yeah, how would I have gotten the extra point? Um, I'm not sure. The the I guess the other side of the way to way that um, Tim deployed is just that I I don't think I could have got the other point. Right. I would have had to. Yeah, I don't I don't
0: know. Um, and do you think because he he deployed like that? Um, if he, if he deployed a little bit more close together and focused fire a bit more with uh, his list. Do you think yeah. that would have been just a totally different game?
2: Um, Yeah, I mean my, my list is very good against his list because his is a shooting list and I'm a toughness 5 list so you know I start with the advantage yeah. um, regardless of, of what he does. Um, so it's definitely in my favour from the start. Uh, Tim is a very good player. Um, so, you know, I wasn't like confident, confident going into it. I felt I, I had the advantage, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you win big. All he has to do is get a couple of lucky turns of shooting, you know, slightly above average and you can take off both sphinxes or the unit of Shabti um, or whatever he wants basically. Um, so, yeah, no, I didn't go into it thinking that I was going to get a big win. I thought, um, you know, when we made our first drops each, like, you know, trading one for one, I thought I could probably, yeah, probably aim for a, a 12 or a 13 against someone as good as Tim. Uh, but yeah, I, I think he just made a, a small mistake, and it was at that point that I felt that I could get probably, you know, at least a 15. Um, so I played for that, you know, yeah. very aggressively.
0: Sensible, well played. Yeah. Okay, Martin, how did you get on round two?
4: Well, I played against Alex Thomas. Uh, he had a lot of shooting, all the dread. Reaper that he can play and um, two units of thirty churches. So it was how can I kill all of this? He's going to outshoot me and he's going to get into combat and obliterate all my units. But uh it was the deployment was marching column for me. Uh so we started with the game or one and one and I deployed the rest of my my army. And basically, what I did was put one unit of Kestrels and the Dryads on a flank, on a side, uh, because the secondary was uh, the breakthrough, I believe. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. was breakthrough. Breakthrough. Okay. So what I basically I started, and I choose the instead of choosing plus one strength. With the shamanims I, I choose the Swarm of Insects and the Hereditary one, just to try to protect me from all the shooting. Um, I cast the Swarm of Insects in one of the units of the Dead, dead Reaper, I don't remember, and he dispelled it. But he made a mistake, he forgot about the the in Diversions from Cosmo. So I managed to cast it to the unit with the one of the unit of the charges and kill like half of the unit Jeez, with awful. the star inside. So it was like okay it's not looking that bad. And the kestrels were the MVP of the of the match because they managed to uh, charge on a flank uh, one unit of the the repeated auxiliaries and basically he deployed all the auxiliaries and the and the ball throwers on one side and the chassis on the other. So the kestrel killed one by one, overrunning hmm. all the units. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah, only shooting was dead because of the kestrels. And he was shooting to the dryad, so yeah okay, shoot to them. I don't care. Instead of killing the others the, the other units. Uh when he managed to engage in combat the unit with the general was dead in turn two and the other unit with the BSB he charged me to the thicket beast in the forest. So he did like I don't know thirty something hits um, and yeah. most most of the wounds. But I think I was with one full thicket beast and one wound on the other and okay but i'm a star <laughs> so i uh so i stayed there he was oh no and then i charged with the ah uh, he also charged me with the um, the medusa yeah. on the flank and then i countercharged with the three father to the medusa oh, finished finish the, the unit and um, the second unit came and i managed to kill almost all of them he was only one rank left and the bsb and he was turn three it was the uh, his turn three when I was turn four for me he said no i give you the game it's impossible <laughs> oh. it, was, it was yeah well i also had the the spearman unit on the flank so i was going to charge it it was game over okay. but i was really lucky and uh, he made some mistakes and he's a new player so in the end i feel really guilty because uh, he didn't know how to play very well <laughs> against me against the the silver so he was always playing against vampire counts and empire um basically well, i play against the, his friend he's from manchester uh, in round four and he told me no we we did the the, the list just to push forward kill everything in, in the middle, and forget about it. Don't overthink anything.
3: Yeah. I mean,
4: so it was, uh, but, it was a good list. Uh, it was a good list. I was really scared of it. Uh, but yeah, but I was lucky the first turn. Yeah. So, yeah, I almost killed half of the unit, of one of the units, and the other one was chaffed by that eagle. So, yeah. Uh, but... The guy is great. I have a lot of fun. He was always correcting me because I was forgetting about the the fizzle and stuff like that. And he was, no, you have that die. Oh, thank you. So
0: you were trying to cheat a guy that's just getting into the hobby. No. (laughs)
4: Cheat? No. You are unbelievable. I I didn't remember that I had, oh, I had that one. The the one is one more die for me. Okay. No, no, I didn't cheat that against him. Oh, I'm just winding
0: you up. Yeah. Against him. <laughs> a story against there. him. <laughs> no. Okay, good.
4: So, well, no, but it was, uh, I had a lot of fun, and the guy was great. So, yeah, it was... That, sadly for me, was a boost, was 20 points, so... Yeah. Submarine, yeah. like, the strategy, so... Yeah, <laughs> yeah <I'm> the <just> strategy. <laughs>
0: yeah, but the, you know, the, Zing. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's totally legit. Like, yeah, if you look over yeah, no. the tournament results, uh, like the people who suffer early defeats and then are able to climb back up the table always do well.
4: Except for Paul. Like, well, except for Paul. That's a nice segue, Paul. How did you get? <laughs> <laughs> And (laughs) here's Paul. Yeah.
1: So uh, my game two was against Chris's Infernal Dwarves. It was uh, Counter Thrust, and secondary was Breakthrough. The big disadvantage that Chris had in this game was just lack of scoring, and I had lots of it. So going into this, I was like, right, I have to win the secondary. There's not really any reason for me not to. Um, So basically I deployed two units of the Forsworn on one flank, And there was only one unit of the Kadeem Incarnates on that side, so I was like, I'm not really worried about them. That should basically guarantee me uh, that flank in those two units in. Um, The center, I had my Warrior Block with the Feldrakes and some Chaff, the Chariot, and then on the other flank, I had uh, Chosen Knights and the Knight Block. And the idea was just to push up on one flank, blow through everything, and then... The only thing I was really worried about was his uh, block of Infernal Guard, because he had a character in there that had the toxic breath weapon. Um, I really didn't want him going into the warrior block, because I I was pretty scared he was going to take out the general, and I really wanted to make sure I was going to have magic for the game. So everything was pretty much going to plan. Um, There's a butt coming. (laughs) There is a butt coming. Until the game Um, started. Yeah, so... Uh, I did make a couple of big mistakes. For whatever reason, I don't know why, it was a total mind fart. I chaffed up, I thought, right, what I'm going to do, I'm going to chaff up the Infernal Guard. I'm going to triple march around that unit. I'm going to get out of the way, and I'm going to get behind him. And he can come after me if he wants, but I'm going to have faster units on one flank to back that unit up. Alternatively, he could just go into my deployment for the secondary, but he's not going to win, because I've got more scoring on that side of the table. For whatever reason, I think what happened was... I had chaffed up that unit with a unit fallen. Now They're stubborn in the first round of combat. He went into one unit, couldn't kill them all, and I held. So I thought, great, I'm going to do that again. second time he went through the unit completely and then reformed and I was like, fuck. (laughs) Now you can charge me. (laughs) So he charged me, he won combat, I broke, but he didn't catch me. So at that point I was like, thank fuck, because that would have been game over at that point. Reformed and it actually turned out that my Warriors and his Infernal Guard block were in combat for most of the rest of the game. And the Warriors actually did really well. With the evocation, I was doing as much damage to him as he was able to do to me. Hmm. So that was really good. The flank that I had all my fast stuff in, I think I charged his BSB uh, with the Chosen. And his BSB uh, was mounted. Um, had him on that flying guy. Can't remember if it was the, the bull or what was it? I'm just looking at his list. The No, no, the BSB was on the Bull of Shemot. uh,
4: Shemot. The Bull of Shamud. yeah.
1: Yeah. So, Chosen Unit went into that, did a couple of wounds, Uh, I won combat, and he stuck. I thought, right, fine. I'm going to outgrind that bastard, and I'm going to blow through. No problem. That didn't happen. I see the butt coming. Yeah, (laughs) second butt. That didn't happen, and I, I think in the next two rounds of combat, I think I did one more wound, and then just couldn't kill the guy. And then he... Basically that by that point it was like turn four, and then his general got into the flank and finished them off. So that was pretty frustrating. The knights basically just plowed into the um, his big hobgoblin block and just blitzed through them in a couple of rounds. In the centre, the infernal guard combat with the with the warriors. By the end of the game, I think I had one combat uh, at one point, and he had he had. I can't remember exactly, but basically both units had gotten out of combat, and then I took my general out because he was he was down to, like, one wound. And I was like, he's definitely going to die. I need to try and save him. So I took him out of the unit so that I could get some more magic for another turn or two. But he ended up getting sniped. He had to throw a lot at him. You'd think he was shooting at him with the uh, flintlock axes, and I think his general came around who was his... Uh, Wizard Master, with uh, Alchemy, and I think he he took him off eventually, so that was a big point swing at the end, and that was like turn 6, he got those points, so that was a big swing mm-hmm. but yeah, beyond that, I mean it was pretty tight, I mean we killed a lot of each other's stuff, but because of those points at the end, and because I couldn't kill his BSB, he ended up getting a 15-5 win, but because I had the secondary it went to twelve-eight. 12-8, so in the end I was kind of happy with that, because I had made a couple of mistakes, and it could have went a lot worse. And at the same time, I was a bit unlucky that I didn't get points for his BSB because that would have been about 760 points that I lost out just because I couldn't do another one couple yeah. of wins, which I really should have done. And that would have changed the game because I would have had that chosen night block to get into other stuff. So um, Beyond that, it was just his small units against my small units. Nothing really of importance. But it was a good game. Uh, Chris was a really nice guy. We had fun. Yeah, so can't complain. 12-8 is respectful as well, especially if a couple of big
0: things went wrong for you.
1: Yeah, I mean, that was it. I mean, going into the tournament, I would have been happy losing every game as long as I was picking up 7, 8, 9 points yeah. per game mm-hmm. because it would have at least kept me going in the tournament, thinking, right, the points are t- the, the points are ticking over. I'm getting something out of it. Um, and, yeah, like you say, after 19-1, I was like, okay, that's definitely better. So. Yeah, totally. <laughs> It's an 800% increase. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That is good. Pretty good. good. What about your last right. game? Our um, second game, rather?
0: Yeah, so this is going to be really short and sweet. Um, because <laughs> I played the, the lovely, the, the renowned lover that is uh, David Johnson. <laughs> uh, um, and we had an absolute blast, but the game was really boring. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> Um, he, play, he was playing dwarves yes, but I don't hold that against each. So this was um, this was I can't remember what the deployment was. I think it might be encounter first, but it was one of the ones where you've got to drop um, like one each until yeah. you get to yeah. seven. Yeah. And um, so I I just dropped all my like my fast mobile stuff. So I dropped um the writer and the knights early on just because they can reposition if I need them. Um, and Deej, I think, just had a mind fart um, because he, he started off, he like dropped a Vengeance Seeker, and obviously with my list, so, so much shooting, and Deej's got a lot of shooting as well. Um, I was really wanting to go for first turn, and I was thinking, you know, if if he just keeps dropping little things, then he's he's gonna out deploy me. Um, so he dropped a Vengeance Seeker, and then he dropped like a little ten-man unit of um, crossbows in a building, and I'm like, oh no, this this could potentially backfire here. And then he dropped this big massive unit of Greybeards. Like, far out on one of his flanks. Um, And then it came back to me, and it was like, now I could drop everything. And uh, so I just dropped everything opposite those greybeards, and just kind of (laughs) decided that I was just going to go for a small win, because it was Breakthrough. I've got more scoring than him. Um, I will take those points, and I'll go for the small win. Yeah. And then as soon as I said, I'm dropping everything, Dee's just looked at the board and went, fuck. (laughs) 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 and uh, Deej wasn't convinced that um, he had enough shooting to win in a a straight up shoot off because I kind of thought he might try his luck after making that uh, little blunder but he didn't and he basically just dropped everything in the opposite corner so it became very clear that we just weren't really going to fight each other Um, and the game went pretty predictably and that I I was able just to concentrate all my shooting on this poor one unit of greybeards and, uh, no. I took them off in, I think, two or three turns. Uh, they just got shot to shit. And then the rest of the game was just spent, um, us trying to shoot the little units that each had, <laughs> and just take little points here and there. Um, and then I, made, I had a little bit of a mind fart as well, because I thought that breakthrough was just whoever has the most scoring in the deployment, but they've changed it now, that you're capped at three. So, um, Uh-oh. yeah. So when it came to, um, turn four, i was like right i need to start moving because i've got more scoring than him so i'll just flood his deployment and he can't catch me so my entire battle line started like moseying across the battlefield and uh dg's war machines were fucking terrible all game they didn't hit until turn four or five and his cannon misfired twice i think and these are like the accurate ballistas that are meant to be hitting on threes and it just <laughs> just kept throwing ones um, so the dice were definitely not in his favour, um, but when I moved across, then his war machines decided to turn up and uh, they obliterated a unit of chickens um, I think one chicken had one wound left, so I had to hide him um, but he got points there, and then it wasn't until um, he did that he was like, I think it's capped at 3, so I didn't really need to take that risk, I could have just moved like the faster stuff to go at least draw the secondary, because he was moving down the opposite flank, and he had three units. Which he'd actually read the rules, which is a big help. Um, so we ended up drawing the objective, but because I managed to get those points early on, um, I, got, I got the small win, so it was a 12-8 in the end. Um, but that was just purely down to um, Deej made a, a small error in deployment, and then I capitalised on it. And because there was a big hell in the middle of the, the, the table, we couldn't actually shoot each other. So it was always nice. going to come down to who who got those little points, and uh, yeah. the greybeards was a massive swing. So it ended twelve eight, uh, but Deej nice. and I had a lot of fun because basically we knew what the score was going to be. It was going to be a small win or a draw. Um, so we just had we had a really good laugh. We just fannied about for two hours basically, <laughs> and Deej uh, just missed these war machines for two two hours. <laughs> uh, but it was really good fun, um, and it was just a bit unlucky on Deej because just that one error cost him really. But yeah, Did was... he have his BSB in there? Um, no, he didn't. No. <laughs> Luckily, okay. he hadn't deployed him. So I don't actually... DG's plus might not have had a BSB. I think he just had the two engineers. No, had
4: He had two engineers, the anvil, and that's it. And the dragon seeker. Yeah. I mean, like... So... I mean, no, he has a BSB. He has a 10. ten yeah. BSB, yes. Yeah, he does. Okay.
0: Well, yeah. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. he didn't have anything there. Because basically all the points I got in okay. the game were the 10-man unit, the uh, crossbows that were in the building, and that greybeard unit. And I got a Vengeance seeker as well, because he was it, straight out into firing range, basically. <laughs> um, because Deej basically felt that losing those Greybeards meant that he was going to be hard-pressed for time anyway if he marched across the field. Uh, but he didn't think that he had the edge of shooting, and he thought getting into combat was maybe a bit dicey. So he decided not to go for it and just take the hit. And uh, because my shooting was quite hot all tournament, uh, I managed to capitalize. So Yeah, yeah nice. happy with that, 12-8, uh, and it was good fun. Bonus. So, so, um moving into the final round of day one, um, who were we all playing round three? So Gareth, you're obviously up at the top table by this point. So who are you yep, Table one.
2: Um I played uh John in this game. So
0: oh, nasty ogre Uh
2: John Turner with the Bombardier Elves. <laughs> bombardier uh, Elves. Sorry, bombardier ogres. Yeah,
4: <laughs>
2: bombardier elves would be cool. Though, yeah, that they they would be cool. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, bombardier ogres. So Sorry, playing, John. John Turner normally plays Highball elves. Um, yeah. No, it was. Um, this was one of the. I'd probably say this was the hardest game of the uh, tournament for me. It was a very close game, but. Uh, I got a reasonably early, a reasonably reasonably small advantage early on because again um, on I think turn one so yeah John dropped everything to go second um, because he's got twenty four inch range so he obviously knew that I was coming towards him so I I moved up everything um, and then in his turn one he charged his Tusker unit so three Tuskers uh, with car- uh, you know three Tuskers into my chariot unit. Um and he also charged in one of the little three man bruiser darts um just onto the edge. Um, thinking that it would, you know, it would take off the unit, like it would crumble it down. Um But I won that combat um and pursued his Tuskers. Um and to be to be fair, I knew I was I knew I was gonna win that combat when he charged in. Like it's that's you know, the the Tuskers are good, but they're not gonna go through that. There's too many wounds in there. I have too many attacks, even at strength four, you know, not on the charge, um, and uh, yeah, so I won that won that combat, and then char- uh, pursued the tuskers and I caught them, and it meant that in my turn um, I had a, a charge onto his bombardier unit, um, it, was, it was like the first bombardier unit, so it should have at that point it should have been like a pretty safe game, um, but I think it was a, a six or something like that on swift stride, um, and I failed that charge, so Ooh. that kept the game quite tight. And uh, yeah, but I mean, after that, like on, I think, yeah, I think on my turn three, I then did get into the unit of bombardiers. Um, and yeah, so it was, it was a close game even with like those few things. Um, there was a, a real uh, a buck clencher moment <laughs> later on when uh, it was, my lines were getting spread out enough that I had to move my bunker out from behind one of the other large units. So basically I just kept my bunker behind a large unit the whole game so that he he wasn't able to... Shoot it without hard target, you know like my wizard would just be peeking around the corner of some chariots something like that, but late in the game, I had to move it out um and he shot at it with his two remaining units of um yeah bombardiers and uh he killed all of the he killed the ten horse art or horses and then did a wound onto the hierophant, but failed to failed to do the uh, additional two wounds so yeah. Managed, to, and I was I was not happy. I, was, <laughs> I thought he was going down the hole, but yeah, I managed to managed to pass that. And then after that, we just danced around for a little bit. Um, I pulled back towards the end of the game, rather than committing everything um, in order to get get the objective. Um, yeah, and it ended up um, I think on points or something, it was an eleven nine to me, and then I got uh, I had the objective, so I, it was yeah a fourteen. 14-6, so a very close game, yeah. um, and it easily could have gone either way.
0: Yeah, of all the shooting lists, I would have thought that one would have been the one that, to give you the most chip just uh, of the volume. Yeah, absolutely. It. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, if he'd been able to concentrate all three of his bombardier units onto one unit of chariots, I think he can take it off in one turn. Yeah. Um, but he, yeah, uh, you know, he didn't, he didn't, wasn't able to do that. Like I never gave him the opportunity to shoot, have all three bombardiers in range of. A unit of chariots that didn't mean that he was then getting a charge the next turn or something like that. So,
4: so Garrett, he start, he went second or do you? Went yeah, second?
2: yeah, no, no, he went second. Yeah, so I think he dropped everything to go second.
4: But uh, if he was first, maybe was best for him. He had one more turn of shooting.
2: Um, no, so I had a forest on my side, so I deployed, oh, okay. I've deployed a lot of my army in the forest, um, <laughs> and it would have meant that he had to move forward, um, so obviously come close to me and then shoot it. shoot the stuff that was either behind it, I think it was behind a hill or, um, in a forest, so, you know, it, yeah. it would have essentially been a wasted turn of shooting, and I mean, he knew I was coming toward him, like it wasn't as though there was any risk of me staying back, so, yes. um. I think I think you made a good decision there. And and typically when you're playing undead, a good undead player will usually want to go second um, yes. <laughs> because it gives you essentially one turn of extra raising. Yeah. Um, so you can bring units back up over the 25% or, um, yeah, it usually means that when, yeah, generally as undead, you want to get charged rather than do the charging um, because it means that you only have one round of combat before you get to heal. Um yeah. Yeah, so I think John played that very well. Um yeah. He played a he played a very a very tight game.
0: How did the uh the Pyromancy do against you?
2: Um, it was pretty good. Uh Pyromancy is very good against Shabti. Um because, you know, they're they're only toughness 4. Um and uh <coughs> Yeah, you know, like he can he can chip he can chip off a Shabti a turn with his magic, which is you know, is pretty significant. Um that's 100 points. Yeah, uh, yeah so the, the Pyromancy's, you know, like, it's lost all its AP, and, and a lot of people say it's not as good as it, uh, it was and stuff. And, yeah, I mean, of course it's not as good as it was. It was too good before. But uh, I think Pyromancy is still very good yeah. Yeah. To, to the point that I will, I'm will, i now trying to include um, one Scorpion in all of my lists because they had Magic rares too. So if you – it means that if you have one unit with magic res in it, and then they then it makes it a lot harder to cast the aura spell, because yeah. if it targets uh, yeah, yeah. one unit with magic res, all like the spell itself will then have to be plus two. So it's uh, it makes it makes it worth hiding one unit into your list of, if you can that that's uh, has magic res. Dirty, yeah. dirty bastards. Uh, that's
1: a good idea. <laughs> it's, a really yeah. good idea. Yeah. it's a really good idea. It's a really good idea.
0: I like that.
2: Okay, yeah, was so, free.
0: Yeah, so that, that's uh, three wins in the trial, that's good.
4: <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. Right, Martin, how did Still your doing. third game, go. Uh, I play against Nick with the Beat Hurts, so it was really, really funny. Uh, every time that I play against Nick, it's really funny because it's a close match and he's a strider for us, so. No matter what, I cannot make him to take the peace. But he brought the dark forest thing, so he all he has to deploy it outside his deployment zone. So every time that he brings the forest, I go first and I move the forest. <laughs> so he's always pissed because oh shit, now he's going to move the forest. Uh, and he has to do shenanigans to put the the wizard on the forest inside the unit. Uh, so it was funny. Uh, no, it was it was a close match until the end. Ah, uh, it was the round that Felix said that it was a prize for someone that makes a charge or win uh, with an eleven or a twelve. Yeah. So I was always trying to do that. Uh, <laughs> Because I wasn't getting the the poo now. Uh, I already had a twenty, so it was oh no. Uh, at least I want to to win something. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I wasn't able to complete it, but I managed to charge the dryads and the no, it was a, no, it was the tree father and the cast, and the thicket beast to so one of the the units of longhorns. I don't remember uh, one of the beasts. Um, it I looks killed. Like a goat. Uh, <laughs> yeah, also. I, I I managed to win that combat, and it was a forest next to it, so he then charged me, I think that the thicket beast was, uh, died bit later, and uh, he charged me with his general on the chariot to the tree father that was on the forest, so I looked at him as, it was okay, I cannot do anything, and he was on the flank also. I cannot do anything because I cannot run, but whatever, charge him. And he couldn't kill him, kill the the, the three-father. So I, I told him, that was a really big mistake. I rolled, I killed it, and it was basically the game for me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he did that mistake, but the rest of the match was really, really close. So I win by 14-6. Without the objective because he forgot about it and I didn't have any unit close to the to the targets to gather them. But it was really fun. It was it was fun and in the end it was decided by the a mistake of him. Yeah. But probably it was a, a small win for me. But it was like a 12 or so. But the the general was 725 with the bonus. So yeah.
0: Yeah, it's a big swing.
4: Not a good decision with for him.
0: <laughs> That's next problem. He just sees a charge and he wants it. <laughs>
4: okay, and he was always the pink uh, mist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He was like, "Oh, what do I need? An 11 or 12?" Nick, don't go do it. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll come back you know, to those uh, long charges in a wee second. <laughs> yeah.
4: Yeah, but it was really funny. Well, the the forest moment is yeah is uh, oh no. Um this time ta- the, the last game that we played, I did the same, and he has to do like a, a, a strange wheels and pivot for the unit to go to just the wizard touch the forest on the first turn. Yeah. And on the tournament it was he moved he moved the unit first, and then he moved the wizard outside the unit where he was and go to the other so he was on, inside the forest but okay. it's always hilarious because I moved the forest and I was like oh damn
0: <laughs> okay
4: So but yeah yeah that was a good result eh? so that was uh, 14 seconds yeah, yeah so I was in a good position for day 2 yeah yeah Yeah,
0: nice. it's a good way to finish absolutely it's always good to finish in a half yeah Um, Paul
4: how
0: did your third
1: game go? don't want to talk about it <laughs> <laughs> it went so well? I was <laughs> I was playing uh, Barry with his Warriors um, and it was interesting because going into the tournament obviously we had looked at all the lists and I hadn't really thought about his list very much because I was like it's a Warriors list I play Warriors I know what everything does in his list don't really <laughs> need to think about it very much I know what he's going to do um, and he did exactly what I thought he was going to do so we played Attack Defender, and it was Spoils of War for the secondary. He got the... Is it the attacker that has the large centre? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So he took that, no, it's
0: basically defender, dumped... Sorry. No, no. right. Yes.
1: Is it? I think uh, Let me check. Yeah, I think the attacker has the big flanks. Okay. Yeah, not, either not way... This matters, yeah, sorry. No, it doesn't matter. Uh, he basically took the large centre, dumped his whole army pretty much in there, and just pushed into my face. So... What I had done was, obviously, having larger flanks, I had quite a lot of fast stuff on one side. So I figured what I'm going to do, I'm going to blow through one unit, and I'm going to go round them, and I'll do the same on the other side. So he basically had a unit of four chosen knights on either flank. And because he had taken first turn, he basically marched up and had a unit of chosen knights on each of the secondary objectives. So he could pick them up on his turn two. So... I was thinking to myself, if I win on the flanks and I can take those two units, I'll win the secondary. Because then I can just stay away from him. Because yeah. uh, he has a bigger footprint than me, and he's a lot harder to move around, and I've got more chaff. So my idea was fast up on the flanks, Forsworn and Fallen in the middle to chaff him, and basically pin his big units there. He had left his warrior block kind of in his deployment for his wizard just to cast for whatever he could see. So on my left flank, that worked. He charged his Chosen Knights into the Feldrakes through the woods. Didn't take a fucking single DT. I was like, all right, okay. <laughs> the Feldrakes did pretty well. I think he might have won the first round, but I stuck. And then I charged him in the rear with a unit of one. I won that combat, uh, chased him down, yeah. and then picked up the secondary on that side. So that flank worked. I was quite happy with that. The other flank... Not so much. So he blew through his his dogs. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Story of my fucking life, man. Um, Chosen Knights blew through his only chaff unit, which were his dogs. And they had to overrun, say, six to get off the hill. And they went five. So they stayed on the hill, which meant his sorcerer could just cast everything he wanted on them. He got the silver spike off, because I can't dispel spells, apparently. And it's obviously a bolt thrower that went through the flank of oh, no. the chosen knights. No. So that killed like two. Oh, fuck so okay, that, that unit's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, I kept the knights back in my right hand corner so that once he had pivoted his large blocks to go towards my right, I could maybe get a flank charge. Because I knew he was going to come round, he's going to try and wheel round, and he's going to try and get the, the stuff that I've got on that side. On the, my far right, my chosen knights, my second unit, went into one of his units. And I was pretty happy because I was getting some evil spells off. So I was getting like rerolls to hit, rerolls to wound. And they did really well, actually. I think I might have charged him. So I was going first, which helped as well. I basically got that unit down to one knight. I think he only had one or two wounds. And my unit was pretty much full health. He had done very little to me. But for the rest of the game, they decided that that was all they were going to do. And they weren't going to do any more damage. And that basically held that unit in place. So I thought, right, fuck this. I need to put in the I need to put in the warriors, I need the extra res. So I put them in and they were just clipping on the corner and still couldn't beat him. He was passing his I was winning combats but he was just passing his break checks. And then that one night, basically, over the, the space of two or three combats, one combat. I failed rerollable cold blooded uh, on the night. Oh no. They ran off the table. <laughs> the warrior block, which to be fair to him, he had wrecked the warrior block by this point but they broke and they ran off and this was like the last turn that was like 1700 point swing and obviously he kept the secondary because I couldn't kill that one guy and it's just stuff like that like couldn't wasn't passing armor saves he was passing armor saves all game for fun (laughs) Uh, he was getting spells off he was saying to me like you know his game one against you he was like I had like the shittest dice he's a fucking liar (laughs) In in this game, it was like, it's just the opposite way around, so... It ended up being a 19-1 to him, but it was really demoralizing, because, like you say, it was the end of day one, and I was like, do you know what? That was going to be a bad matchup for me, because his combat stuff, it combats my stuff, just because he's got more of it. Yeah, true, true. So, I alternatively could have just lined up in front of him, chaffed him, let him charge the chaff, and then counter-charge, but I'm not going to win the grind, so that's kind of why I went for the the flanks, but... um, yeah, it was just it was a bananas game, like his dice were shit hot and mine were absolute fucking garbage. But that's how it goes sometimes. But I mean we still had fun. I mean Barry is a really nice guy, so and it was last game which meant beer.
3: <laughs> it, did, it did mean
1: beer. <laughs> so yeah, nineteen one for Barry, game three. That's bro, mate. No bueno.
0: No bueno. So my third round was against uh Mel the Glacier Campbell. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: and uh I really, really like Mel, but I'd, I'd never played him before, so it's my first time I actually playing. Yeah, him. it's an experience. And I heard rumor—so many story already—I'd heard rumor, that, <laughs> I'd heard rumor um, that perhaps he enjoyed making lovely circles with dice, which may or may not have something to do with ranges and staying outside of said dice. Um, and the first, the first two turns of our game was just incredibly tight because we were on table three and we both really wanted to make sure that going in the final day, we were there or thereabout. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we're both pretty shooty, but we both have good counterpunch. So he had um, two units, or three units, oh sorry, two units of Pathfinders yeah. of Sentinels, I think. Um, two big units of the uh, Kistrel Knights with the banner yeah. that makes them hard targets, so they're a nightmare to shoot at. And then he had three uh, eight-man units of Dryads just for scoring and then he had these characters. Um, and he had an Eagle for Chaff. And um, I knew that I had to do damage early on, shooting-wise, to force him to make uh, pushes. Um, so I dropped as soon as I could. And basically I deployed kind of middle of the board. Because I knew he was, was going to run around anyway, so I might as well just close down the biggest area. So from the middle of the board, it's, it's the biggest circle that I can influence. Um, so I did that. Um, and then, a stupid mistake, I measured from where my, my mage was. And I thought first turn what would will do is i will take off the Dryads, um, because that means that he's not competing for the Secondary, because it was spoils of War. Um, oh, yeah. And if he wants to go for it, he has to go for it with the, the Kestrel Knights, which he won't want to do.
4: You cannot pick up the scoring with the Kestrels. Are they not scoring? They, they are not scoring because they fly. Ah, oh, of course, yeah. The only scoring units there was the Dryads, the let's, three units of Dryads. Let's,
0: let's pretend like I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> I I, I decided, right, I'll take out the dryads and I'll take out the rest. And I measured where my mage was to one of the dryad units and I I thought I measured 24. And I was like, right, that's fine, I don't need to move him, he's in range. Uh, And then when we got around to magic, I was like, right, okay, I'm going to cast this, I've got all the magic missiles in the world, I was like, right, this one at them, and Mel was like, you're not within 24. And the tray must have moved or something. And Because Mel was totally right, and I'm really not being salty, but like 24, like it should be between the deployment zones. For the the one we were playing, so I shouldn't have been in range, yeah. but I just measured and maybe the tray got moved and it looked like it was in 24 and it was just it was a stupid mistake. I shouldn't have done it, um, and that basically locked down my magic for turn one because I couldn't really do anything. Yeah. Uh, so that was like awesome start, Andrew, fucking pro gamer. Um, <laughs> and then my first round shooting, which just wasn't good, so it went into his turn one, and I'm thinking this is going to go really badly because. Um as soon as it was his turn one everything just started moving. <laughs> like everything moving out of way and moving out of range of stuff and uh it was just bad. I was just thinking, right, this is this is gonna be this is gonna be sore. So he moves around, um, and then he he starts shooting off the crossbows, which was the sensible thing to do. And in my turn two, um, he'd moved uh, a a Knight unit either flank to push on and I had a chicken unit on either flank. And the spot prize was for a double six charge. Yeah. Uh-huh, um, yeah. <laughs> and I was I needed an eleven on the dice to get a unit of chickens and these Kestronites and um the only reason I declared this charge, and this is generally the only reason, 'cause I, I thought if I make this it'll piss Mel off. <laughs> 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 And I just threw like all tactical knowledge to the wind and I was like, right, I'm going to declare that. And Mel actually laughed when I declared it. <laughs> and then I rolled... Why are you using
4: the, the unicorn dines? Well,
0: the... yeah, yeah, I was using unicorns. Double unicorns, baby. <laughs> they get smashed oh, right okay. in. <laughs> So, you, I won, uh, won the spot price for that, which I gave to Nick because uh, it was forty k stuff. But anyway, oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. So basically, my game was made because I made that, and actually, that was actually a really good point in the game because we'd both been really tense up until then, and then from that point on, we just actually started enjoying the game, and we actually had a really good laugh playing for the rest of the uh, the, the other two turns that we got in because uh, we failed to finish the game, but whatever.
1: Bell failed to finish a game. <laughs>
4: I, sorry, Hell surprise. I, no, I'm I, I'm shocked that Andrew didn't get any penalties from that. Martin, the only time, the only reason we take long is because you moan
0: all the time, so it just eats <laughs> You take a lot of that just to no, move. No 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 no. Anyway um, <laughs> so um my shooting got better and my magic missiles did more damage, so at the end of turn two I was really starting to it was probably way back to even. Um the chickens went into the, the kestrels. I thought this is gonna be glorious. That's seven hundred points, I'm just gonna take off the board. They fluffed a little bit, but he did enough damage so that he was testing on he needed a four or less and he made it. Fuck's sake. <laughs> and uh I was just that's just karma for me making it in. Uh so, <laughs> and then because of the positioning he could charge the blade hunters and at the flank, so that, that chicken unit got evaporated at his turn 2. Um and then the rest of the game was just us trying to outshoot each other. And we only managed to get to the end of four, I think. Um, but it was super tight, and it was really just going to come down to who could get the most points in the closing stages. Um, and yeah. Mel was going to get the secondary uh, because the dryers just walked onto them. But I was—I took off both Kestrel Knight units, um, and then I was starting to take off his like his little mobile stuff. So I think I—I I think I could have turned the screw in the last couple turns, and um, particularly through just the magic missiles. But we didn't get there. Um and it actually finished a ten ten on points, so it was super super tight. Uh, but Mel got the objective. So it yeah. was uh, 13-7 to Mel. But it was it was a really really fun game after that super tense start. And uh, we were just just laughing about that chicken charge and then him making the four. It was just like it was obviously gonna happen. Like I was obviously gonna make it and then he was obviously gonna stick. <laughs> but um <laughs> it was it was really good fun, really tight game. So it was it was actually an okay result for both of because it meant that we were both gonna be uh, tables, you know, three or four. Going in uh, day two, so
2: yeah, a, t- a tight game in that setting is not too bad, is it?
0: No, exactly. Yeah, I was just a bit disappointed that I couldn't turn the screw a little bit more in the final stages, yeah. but um, but that's just that's just life, uh, and it was a good game, good fun. So uh, yeah, finished finished the day uh, on good results. Nice. So uh, yeah. after after day one, we all went and got some food, which was good. Um, we all had a couple beers, and then I was actually surprised because I thought like, oh, these. These big southerners coming up here, they think they're gonna drink us under the table, blah blah. So I had like my proper drinking face on. I was like, this is gonna be heavy. And um, no one really wanted to drink because the guys that wanted to drink had been drinking all day, so they were fucking, they were fucking away with it by the time we got to dinner. Um, and everyone else was just super tired, so we all we all had a really nice meal. We went to Nando's, which was the first for me. Defo will be yep. back. Not overrated. <laughs> and then actually um, at the end of the night, everyone kind of disappeared. And then I was waiting for my girlfriend to come pick me up, and uh, Barry and Kieran and Tim couldn't get taxis. So Jordan had texted me saying that she was going to be late. So we actually went and got a a last pint in the the hotel across oh, the street. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Nice. It, it was really good actually because we just sat and we were talking about the games and uh, we were talking about some of the other results that were coming in. And uh, it was Barry, Kieran, uh, Tim, and I. And it was it was it was a nice way to end the day actually, just for the, like a pint and a discussion about day two. And, uh, we obviously knew by that point what our draw was. So I was playing Kieran, uh, the next mm. day. So I was trying to convince Kieran that he should totally give me a 20. Um, and I, I may have offered sexual <laughs> favors, but, oh, damn uh, um, he, apparently he's, he doesn't do that. So I was like, okay, yeah. whatever, you're lost, but, uh, <laughs> it, it was good. Um, and actually we talked about you, Paul, because, uh um, yeah, yeah, we were saying like, I, I thought it was a surprise that you weren't getting results because I really rated your list. And um, Tim, having played you game one, said that he
1: thinks you yeah. you play too tactically to be a Warriors player. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, funny because when cause when you told me that, you know what I thought of what? Barry pushing across five units of chosen knights <laughs> turn one. I thought, yeah, you're probably right, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> so, a piano
2: player playing the uh, the cymbal. Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, <laughs>
0: But yeah, that was it. Was a nice way to end uh, end of the day. It was good fun. So nice. uh, yeah, and then Jordan gave them them all a lift back to the hotels. Sweet. So uh, mm. and because I played Barry and uh, Kieran, uh, Jordan's convinced that's the reason why I got their sportsmanship votes it was
1: because she picked. Them up the
4: end <laughs> of the night. Oh yeah, probably, Yeah, she's right. Yeah, she's
1: always right. Like this is just the thing yeah. that I've accepted. You think she listens to the podcast, Andrew. No, no,
0: no. Well. <laughs> I just don't want to take the risk, you know. I'm a safe player. Fair so. enough. <laughs> so, yeah, that was a good day, a good way to end the day as well. So how are
1: you guys feeling going into day two then?
2: I was nervous, to be honest. Yeah. I um
1: Start to feel the pressure?
2: Yeah, I mean, it, it, it changes it. it. It's, you know, like I said to some of the guys afterwards, it, it makes the event more stressful and less, uh, I don't know if less enjoyable, but, um, yeah, you can't, like, just mess around and, you know, like just have a bit more fun, I think. So you know, like a, a bit more Get serious. On the tables.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, so yeah, that was probably my that was probably my thinking going into day two.
0: Yeah, because you were obviously in poor position, so mm-hmm. you, you were. Yeah, you had the most to lose for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like we mean that in the nicest
4: possible way. <laughs> yeah, of course.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, no, I mean it's true, but uh, yeah, I was keen.
4: Yeah, what about oh, you, Mark? I just had nightmares thinking about the <laughs> stink <steam> tank. <laughs> I was thinking, oh my God, how can I stop a stink tank? It's it's impossible. Um, AP three fucking arrows. That's
0: how you stop a stink.
4: Yeah, it's AP three. It's not AP six. It goes to full up armor save, Mark. Yeah, keep taking <laughs> yeah, <it was> <laughs> off <no. laughs> I need to I need to wound, you know. I need a six there. Uh, I'm convinced matter. you
0: gave him a 20 just to fucking spite me, you know that?
4: No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I was playing next to you, you know? <laughs> no, I, was, I wasn't expecting to have that much point. Actually, I, I was thinking, I'm going to get all 20s against... But maybe I was lucky when I round 2 and uh, round 3 against Nick was a gamble, mostly. If it wasn't for his mistake... I don't know, maybe I will have like 30 points or so. Which is okay, because I wasn't expecting to have yeah, more yeah. than 15. But yeah, it was, oh no, now I'm on table 5, I think. Yeah. Was, you were on table 4, so yeah, I was too. on table 5. It was, oh no, now I had to play one of the guys that know how to play. What's <laughs> <laughs> the fun in this? Uh, no, but it was okay. I, I, I went home really happy, because... Yeah, I'm getting good results. I can't believe it. <laughs> good,
0: because you were you were drawn against Steven, Stephen Dornan.
4: Yeah, yeah, Steven Dornan. Yeah, yeah. But he didn't know until I arrived home. So okay. Uh, when I look at the list, it was oh no, all the combos and everything. Ah. but I think okay, I can win. I can win it. It's actually it's possible. Yeah. But no, the it's, team. It's, it's, yeah. Fuck stick Tank. <laughs> yeah, it's tough not to crack. Yeah, but it's okay. I love the miniature. I have one. It's <laughs> fully painted. I'm going to start using it.
0: Yeah, come over to the Imperial side. So Gareth, who were you drawn against?
2: Um I had uh Will. Goodwin, you First Will. up.
0: Okay, so you had and then Martin, you were against Steven. Uh Paul, yep. who were you drawn against in the third round? Uh, sorry, fourth round.
1: I was up against G Man. <laughs> Oh. Germans, uh, Lizard. <laughs> <Guillermo>. bottom table, <laughs> bottom table. I know. <laughs> like for fuck's sake. Yeah. No, but it was good because I was like, okay, tomorrow, like, I'm obviously, I'm obviously bottom table, not going to win, but I'm playing against someone that, that I know, I know, and that we normally have good games. We normally, it's normally when me and will play, it's, it's fairly tight. No one ever wins by a ton, and we always have a good time. So I thought, okay, that's good. Okay,
0: um So let's do it in reverse order now, because now Gareth's in yeah. pole position. Let's build the suspense and pretend, <laughs> pretend like he doesn't, you know,
1: win overall. So, uh, Paul, how about you kick us off round four? Right. Cool. So it was marching column, king of the hill for secondary. I dropped for first turn because I figured, right, I need just to kind of go all out now, because it doesn't matter if, if this doesn't work, because I'm not going to be in the kind of upper half of the lists anyway. So let's just be aggressive. So. Basically, I chose a hill and Guillermo chose a hill. Um, So basically for my plan was push up, get the knights onto the hill for turn two charges. And he had his Stygiosaur uh, basically opposite. So I was like, right, that's going to give me a 10, but it's re-rollable Swift Stride. I'm just going to go for it. Rolled the first time, rolled a 9, and I thought, fuck! Because I'm never going to roll higher now on the second roll. (laughs) But then I rolled again and I got a 10 and I got in. (laughs) Woohoo! I was so relieved, like genuinely so relieved. Cause if that hadn't, if they hadn't gotten in, I was just like, well, this is just a repeat of fucking yesterday's hor- horrible, horrible luck. But they got <laughs> in, blew through the or overran, got into his deployment. I was like, that's good. Chosen knights, turn two, pushed up, got into uh, one of his units of skinks, blew through them. I was like, this is going really good. Made a bit of a error, somewhat similar to game one. I had a chosen knight unit and a my unit of Feldricks on the far left, um, and he basically had, like, three units of shooting opposite them. So he had these poison guys, uh, some spearbacks, and another unit of skinks. was kind of looking at it, and I was like, he can focus out one unit, you know, get one unit. Um, or he can, He was doing pretty well with his shooting, I'd say, that game. Uh, like, For instance, one of the units of spearbacks, they rolled, like, ten shots, hit six times, did five wounds. So I was like, oh, that's not good. So basically I just pushed up the Feldrakes and I, I did what I should have did game one and basically just marched the Chosen Knights back into my own deployment onto the other side because it was only like turn three by this point. Yeah. And I was coming forward with some of these dinosaurs, so I figured that's probably a safer bet and then I've got them as backup and then he's not getting the points either. So So it's going pretty good. We didn't actually get the, the the game finished. Guillermo and yourself, Martin, got a lift from Ed. Because yep. the trains were garbage on a Sunday. Yep. Yeah. So I think you guys got in at ten?
4: Yeah, it was two minutes or so, to ten. Yeah. So you, basically
1: we 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 lost I don't know however much time uh for Game getting these models out and set up and stuff. Oh uh, yeah. We didn't uh I think we only got to like turn four, because uh, we were going to be super rushed and we just said that there's no point in trying to rush anything. So I think we finished like twenty minutes, thirty minutes early, which was good, because it gave us some time just to kind of check out the other games and stuff, but his... he did get some points. Um His uh, Taurasaur charged a unit of Fallen, blew through them into the unit of Forsworn. Uh, they held, because of Stubborn, which was awesome. He eventually killed him and got into my deployment, but I had my Chosen Knights coming into one of his sides, so I was like, that's going to be a flank charge. If I want, I can put the Warriors in if I really need to, but I probably won't. That should be enough. So... I probably would have got those points. Um, His big uh, character, Calv block, basically was in my deployment because he fled a couple of charges from my guys. So he basically just kept them alive. Um, And his spear backs as well, they they fled from something. Uh, But we rolled them out and they both rallied. So he got the points for those. The Feldrakes got into second unit of Skinks, but we didn't roll that because we didn't have the time. It was pretty close and actually ended up being an a twelve eight for Guillermo, and the thing that swung it was my chaff was just more expensive than his. Oh, right. <sighs> so this is something that I, was, I kind of mentioned to you, Andrew, on the day that one of my takeaways from my list was the if you add up all my chaff, it's about a thousand points. Yes, it's a lot. So when it's it chaff too much, yeah. Yeah, so against like a shooting heavy army, that's like really essential, I find. Um, but in certain matchups, it's more of a hindrance because the force one are two fifty each. And then the Fallen are 160, so that's 320 plus 500 plus 200 for the dogs. Yeah. So it adds up, and basically that's what gave him the win. It was a small win, it was a fun game. It was a shame we never got to finish, but um, yeah, it was good. So it was a 12-8 for Guillermo in the end. Okay, but starting off day two, that's an okay yes. result. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. like, I was better in the sense that stuff was get, like good combats were going my way, so I, was, I felt more positive about the game overall. In hindsight, I would have done a couple of things differently, but like I say, I, I find Saurians uh, a tough opponent, especially when they've got the, the spear backs, because the, the mobile bolt throwers, or volley guns, essentially, are really good against armour. Yeah. So they were like taking off wounds off the knights as well. Yeah, they're really good.
0: Okay, so going into the final game, optimistic? Or? I'll get to that, because okay. it's very...
1: <laughs> it's, 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 I wasn't happy with who I was playing against, but <laughs> I'll t- I'll talk about that when we get there. Okay, we'll build the suspense. Yeah,
0: yeah. Tune in next time. <laughs> um, Martin, how did your game go?
4: It was, I think it was the front line deployment. Well, it was basically, it was a uh, basic deployment with the King of the Hill. So I think I started, yeah, I started. So I went first, I moved the forest in the middle so, if you want to charge me and I can move the the thicket beast there to be stubborn, but basically, I tried to shoot something to the steam tank, and I realized that I wasn't going to kill it. I should have focused all the shooting on the militia and the the light infantry uh but yeah, Empire is a really good army with all the support and all the combo and the buffs and the debuffs. So he managed to deploy everything and move everything to have all the support that he can. So in the combats we when we end up fighting each other, he sent the heavy infantry. No, it wasn't the halberd, it was the Imperial Guard with the rending banner, but it was with the the shield hand weapon and shield. Yeah, yeah. So the the parry Against the tree father and the thicket beast, I lose by grinding because I plus the distracting from the chariots and some spells. I couldn't kill all of them. I think I left like around around 10, 10, uh, 9 plus the PSB, something like that. but He managed to kill the tree father and the thicket beast after like four round of combats. I always underestimated that unit without the great weapon because I think they should use the great weapon. But the the party was a nightmare for me. Yeah, it's a hard in, uh, And also yeah. he managed to cast I think once the plus two uh, armor yeah, to the yeah, yeah. Prone alchemy. Between that, the the casters had to go against the cannon otherwise the Tree Father couldn't get get out. I killed the Raiders in the first turn, uh, one unit of the militia, but then the other, between the other one and the, was the pistol? No, it was uh, the pistol? Ah, the crossbow, yeah, it was the crossbow. Between the, the militia and the crossbows and the ice and fire from one of the arcane, arcane engines, he managed to kill the Kestrels that was getting really close to counter-charge on the back of the units, and the combo of Hatred, the, the, battle, focus. the, the battle Focus, yes, Hatred, Battle Focus. Um, so good. Strength, a spell, he managed to kill the Dryads and the Spearman yeah. with the BSP. So it was, at that point, Yeah, it was only the, the Three Father and the small unit of Archers there, and I couldn't do anything. So, yeah, it was game over for me. But it was okay. I it was, it was underestimating the Empire, and I, I, I'm used to playing with it, but I didn't play in the new version, so I didn't know that the battle focus was that that good on the unit of the spearmen, or the, also the the halberds. To be
0: fair, when we played a couple of weeks ago, it was the spears that went into your dryads, and
4: they yeah, it came over there. Yeah, 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 but it was dryads, so I didn't care.
0: Yeah.
4: Okay. <laughs> but but you also no, but you also had the re-ro- the the lighting reflexes. Yeah. The hated, yeah. The focus. Yeah. And I think he managed to put the plus one strength there too. So it was yeah. <laughs> Just stacking buffs. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It was quite aggressive list as well for Empire. No, yeah,
4: but it was a really really nice list. I like that. I really like that list. I think a lot of people underestimate it as well. Yeah, that that's the point. That you see, oh, there are militia and the 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 crossbows. Yeah, there are not that much. It doesn't matter. No, but it does. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Swordless. So that was was that a twenty, Stephen?
4: Yeah, it was a 24, Yeah, because basically it was turn four, and I only had like a unit of uh, the sentinels. I think was four sentinels left, and it was yeah, okay, you win. Okay. Uh, So Gareth, how did your game go?
2: Yeah, I mean, this, you know, the last game I'd say was my tightest game. This game was my most boring game by a long shot. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it was. So it was King of the Hill, um, and I, I chose the first hill, and I just there was a hill in the middle of his deployment. I just chose that as my as my piece to run towards because you know it felt like that was the direction I was going to be going in. Um, and Will was tossing up between and both again on basically on my twelve inch line. There was a um, a field and a hill on opposite ends, each probably about twelve inches in. Um, and he was sort of tossing up which one to go for. And then he he ended up choosing the hill, but because he he so he originally said the field and then he changed to the hill. Um, and stupidly we didn't mark them at that point. Um, so I started deploying my army fully in front of the hill like one you know like I wasn't dropping everything at the same time but you know like piece by piece basically um, dropping from the middle to the right uh, in front of the in front of the field sorry thinking that that was what his his thing was and you know like I could basically just run forward keeping him from mine while moving towards his Um, and then yeah when we finished deployment he was like we got out the markers and marked the hills and he marked the king of the hills and he, he marked the hill and i was like what uh, anyway so it was my mistake right. um we the the learning there for me was that you definitely need to mark your terrain and mark your objectives before deployment because i've mm. made mistakes like that before yeah. um but uh because of that i um you know my army's quite quick so I, I was able to recover but i i swung around and started moving toward him at max speed um and he proceeded to feed me a few pieces of chaff and eventually a Taurasaur.
0: That's expensive, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean,
2: I guess it kept the rest of his army alive, and so then we we split the objective because he was able to get to, you know, I wasn't able to protect my my hill, and I was able to get to his very easily, Um, and he just moved his big, you know, he had this huge block of uh, Saurus and his huge block of Temple Guard, and he just um, moved them back four inches a turn, or three inches a turn, or whatever it is, two inches a turn, um well, I moved toward him and uh fed me chaff to slow me down and um yeah, we even despite all that, despite never really having any combat, we didn't finish the game um we got a time penalty on that one um yeah, and then i, I won i think uh thirteen seven or something like that, but yeah it was it was nothing it was three pieces of chaff or four pieces of chaff and a or that was it, so not not the best game in the world, but uh Sometimes you get games like that when you on the sort of top few tables, people are not willing to risk things. Um, But yeah, Yeah. it was another win.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Still getting the result. Yeah. Right. Um. So my game four was against Kieran Dunn, and (laughs) uh,
1: if you cast second list, you didn't actually want to play.
0: If you cast your mind back to our uh, post (laughs) tournament, sorry, pre (laughs) tournament show. Uh, I highlighted the two warriors list and Kieran's list the list I didn't want to play. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so when I got, when I found out I got drawn against Kieran, I I started going fuck because I thought in the position I was in, if I got an okay matchup, then I could I could be pushing for those top tables uh, to finish yeah. on. Um, but Kieran, uh, I thought, oh no, this is going to be so bad. And then talking to Kieran and over a beer the night before, and then thinking about it when I got back. Um, I actually started to really fancy my chances because um, he's got a lot of shooting but it's all close range. Um, So I thought if I do a lot of damage early on um, and I just deploy far away from him, then Mm -hmm. he's got to come to me and he's going to have to weather at least two turns of shooting. And I've got a lot of shooting. (laughs) And uh, there's not a lot of lists that are going to be able to handle that. Um, The only thing in his list which I was really not happy about was the pendulum unit because um, Short of getting lucky, or short of being able to just fully concentrate fire on it, I can't really deal with it. So I was kind of resigned to the fact that I'm just going to have to chaff that to shit if it gets anywhere near me. Um, So it got to the day, and um, it was king of the hell. He chose the forest on uh, his right-hand side, I chose the forest on the other. We deployed, uh, I dropped for first, and holy fuck. My dice must be racist against Irishmen. (laughs) (laughs) Because all I saw was unicorns for that first turn. It was insane. Jeez. I just blew him away. I took, he had two units of um, the shooty vermin hawks. what are they called, the thunderhawks. Thunder thunderhawks. Yeah. Thunder yeah. So um, he had two units of four, one unit I got down to the champion with one wound left, the other unit got down to two of the thunderhawks left, I like, just I, everything was just dying, anything I touched was just getting blown to shit. Everything was hitting, um, it was just insane. And it got to his turn 1 and then he was like, <laughs> so this is going to be the game then. <laughs> um, so he decided that he still had enough that he could push a little bit. Um, he pushed up a little bit more. His turn 2 shooting didn't really do much. My turn 2, obviously my dice were still racist. Um, opened up again. I just, I blew, just kept blowing shit away. Um, I killed the Vermin Demon in one turn of shooting. Oh! <laughs> and it, was, it was just with crossbow fire. Cause what? It go- yeah. Oh my god! I got him um, he's T5, and I got yep. the uh, they were they're accurate because of the orders, and I got the um the minus one armor spell off on him. Because he, because uh, yeah. he wanted to shut down my missiles, so I thought if I sneak yeah. that in first, he'll let it go, and he did, and that meant that he wasn't getting any armor save, so he was just a five up ward, and it, it's just the volume of shooting. I had that was thirty strength four shots going into him, yeah, and a five up ward, so. And all it, all it took from him was to be a little bit unlucky when his ward saves, and then that was him dead, and that was his general as well. So that was a massive. It's and like death. a thousand points. Yeah, yeah. And Kieran Kieran looking at health what's health. left of his yeah. uh, what's left of his army, and he's like, "I think I'm gonna get twenty to And I was I was quietly confident that that was going to be the outcome. <laughs> <So> <laughs> <laughs> well, excited. So I was like, "Yes, this is ideal. This is absolutely the position I want to be." And then Kieran kind of stood and thought for five minutes, and he was like. So I either pull back and I reserve points, or conserve points, sorry, um, or I push and I just try and get something out of the game. And he went, right, I'm going to push. Um, so he hid the uh, the Vermon Hulk units, because one still had one champion still had one wound. So he hid him behind a hill, and then the other unit he hid behind the hill as well, which, was, which actually came back to bite me. And he pushed through the pendulum. And the pendulum's quite quick, so I just, I just kept throwing chaff in front of it. But now his shooting was in range, so it was starting to pick off the chaff that I was holding in reserve. So his pendulum unit hit a chaff, overran, and it gave a unit of chickens a flank charge into them. And this is where my greed got the better of me, because I was thinking, (laughs) if those chickens get in there, the dice go my way, that's 20. That's 20 there and there. So I I went for the charge, and the chickens were the fucking chickens, because they do this to me every single time. (laughs) They get in and they decide, today is not the day. And he failed his fear check as well. Oh, no, sorry, there was Frenzy. There was something else that later on the field the yeah. view check. Um, but they just, like, they didn't do enough. Um, so he was steadfast, he lost by a couple, he made the test, and then he reformed, and it gave his pendulum unit like a direct line into my lens. <laughs> so I was like, that didn't go well. So the rest of the game was basically spent me desperately trying to get the, the injured units that I just couldn't finish off, Kieran being very clever with his movement and keeping them away from me, and then me just throwing stuff in front of his uh, pendulum unit. And actually, the the score ended a ten ten, because I just had to keep throwing keep throwing stuff in front of it just to keep it away. And uh, by this point, his shooting was in range, so he was starting to pick off war machines. Um, and just it was it was kind of similar to what you were saying, Paul. It was like the small units all add up. Yeah. And it was a draw, secondary at the end because uh, I I kept him out of mine, but he kept me out of his. Um, so it finished a ten ten, and it was the last couple of turns were like. Physically and mentally exhausting. We actually <laughs> we hugged at the end of the game because we were both. He did kind of take you up on a sexual fever. Yeah, yeah, he did. He definitely felt my arse as well. <laughs> got a little, got a little bit of action. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it was, it was a really, really good game. Really, really tough game. But um, that was a really good lesson to me, just not to take a foot off the gas. I think because I think I was probably guilty of that because I thought there's no way he's coming back from this, and hmm. by all accounts he probably shouldn't have. I shouldn't have let him come back for it, but uh, I did, at the end of the day, because I got got greedy, and it cost me, so um, that finished a 10-10, and that essentially put me out of contention for uh, the podium, so...
4: um, And I I was doing everything in my power to don't allow you to be in the podium, too. Yeah, well, you were
0: just (laughs) dishing out 20s for the fucking fun of it, weren't you? Exactly! So, So, yeah, uh, it was a good game, but it was super, like, really, really enjoyable, uh, but really, really tight, and it because of the ten ten, um, it meant that going into the final round, um, I wasn't going to get anything out of it. But that's that's just the way it goes sometimes.
2: Kieran's an amazing player. Like he's he's very strong.
0: Yeah, very very good. And it, I think that's just where see those last couple of turns. Um, yeah. that was just his decision making was just better than mine. Because he well, was, I think one of the
2: one of the like key elements to being a very good player is is like I guess the, the mindset that it's never over. You know, so you don't. You never like stop and say like oh well there you go like it's probably gonna be a twenty so I'll you know I'll sit over here or we'll just shake on it you know like he thought it was gonna be a twenty but he still played like he could win and yeah. then, in a lot of ways you know to get back to a ten ten from a big big loss like that is a win oh absolutely so, yeah yeah
0: and that's what you have saying after the game like um if he turned round at the end of that in, the, in that turn three that would have been a big win to me it wouldn't have been a twenty but it would still been a big win. I mean, yeah, but just his yeah. decision to just try and get something out of the game it forced me to be reactive, whereas I dictated play up until that point. So I think that was just where the experience and decision making came in, and I think he was just better than me in those last couple of turns. So fair play. It was really, really good game, really good experience. So uh, I really can't begrudge him.
4: Yeah, I think he's going to Corner Hammer in Chicago now. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's there, there, there now. now. Yeah, yeah, he's there now. Okay, yeah,
1: like he's there as
0: so. well. Yeah, leg Two, Yes. I think Stephen wins. Stephen Dornan. I'm sure I saw his list. I think
4: so. So they're obviously using us as a testing field for. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that uh, Kieran Lees has the Thunderholes too. So probably it's a similar list. Yeah, we were and talking the about.
2: Thunderholes are
0: very
4: good. Yeah, yeah. We were messaging
0: after the after the tournament, and he was asking me for some feedback on his list and stuff like. that, And I think he's, he it was really just tweaking because I actually think that list is solid. So, oh, I, another thing, you forgot about the lightning rod till turn two. Um, so that made a big difference, because it meant I could alpha strike. Um, yes. So that was another thing. That was just a slight error that cost them. So, So final round. Uh, so, uh, Gareth, yeah. how about you put us out your, mis- uh, your misery, our misery, <laughs> and just tell us how you, you brought home glory.
2: Um, yeah, my last round was my only, only, only game that wasn't a win, um, and it was a draw. I I set up Good quite well.
3: Who? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> um, so we, you know, it was against uh, Jack Austin with his his vampires, and the, it's a very strong list. And and um the the terror geists are probably the the entire tournament. They're probably the the thing that's most suited to killing Toughness Eight uh, Sphinxes. Yeah. Yeah. So I was worried going into it, but then at the same time, if the Sphinxes survive. They're also extremely good at killing um, teragists, so there's a you know a win-win there. And um, yeah, quite early on, we you know we lined up basically straight in front of each other and then sort of shuffled forward. And like um, yeah, there was a, there was an opportunity for him to charge my sphinx on his turn two, which he did, um, and failed. Um, and then so I immediately turned, charged his sphinx with uh, his terror with my sphinx um and then he like amazingly failed to kill my sphinx um which shouldn't happen you know like well actually it's you probably do about four or four wounds on average um so about 50 percent of the time or probably a little bit less you're going to kill the sphinx um they've got five wounds so he didn't kill it and i was like yeah this is it this is the game i'm gonna i'll win big now um and i think i had re-rolls to wound off on my sphinx um and then i failed to kill his his uh Terrorgeist which shouldn't happen with, oh, oh. you know a wounding, I hit it on threes, wounded on twos um, with a reroll uh, and then d3 wounds uh, and I've got lethal strike and poison you know like everything's there to kill the kill a thing and I did um, I think I did four wounds or something like that um, so yeah didn't kill it and then in the next turn he obviously killed it um, and then I charged with the chariot, killed the, killed that Terrorgeist and then we just shuffled backwards and forwards a little bit Um in in about the fourth turn or fifth turn I had an opportunity to charge my Shabti and my remaining Sphinx into his Necroguard block uh, his graveguard uh, grave guard block. Um and that's that's the photo. There's a photo up on Twitter. There of is a amazing photo <laughs> like an idiot for about ten minutes just trying to work it out in my head, going to the math. Um and in the end I, I didn't do I didn't make that charge, so I didn't uh, I didn't charge. Um and At that point, we had both lost exactly 500 points, um, and it was it was banners. So you know we would had to lose a big core unit to a big uh, scoring unit to for the objective to split. So I knew it was a 10-10, and yeah, I mean realistically, all I needed was a 10 to win the tournament. So I just decided not to to charge that go for that double charge, just because if if one, you know, they were they were both quite simple charges, I think they were both I think it was a 6 and a 7, so you know it's pretty safe, both on Swift Drive, but um, you know, if you sorry, the the Stabty wasn't on 6 they were on a Swift Drive um, but yeah, you only have to fail one of those things or that or that, uh, that combat has to just go even slightly worse than average, and then I lose the game 20-0, and at which point I would I probably wouldn't have even podiumed um, so yeah, I just, um, I backed off, I which I have never done before. Um, and I'm not a fan of, I hope I never have to do it again. Uh, so I, I backed off. I, I moved everything back, turned my chariots around, marched eight inches away. Um, yeah, and we just called it a, a game. It was, uh, yeah, yeah I quite think that was probably
0: climate. the safe thing to do.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it
0: basically guaranteed that I
2: won the event yeah. at that point. Um, and, you know, it, it was it was in it was also in Jack's favor because he knew that he was going to podium. Um, so he, you know, like when I was debating it, like I could tell that he didn't want me to charge um, yeah. just because the way the way he put it and it was a very smart way to put it is that if I charge in there, one of us is winning the event and the other is not, you know, they're, they're disappearing from the podium. Um and that was that's the best he's ever done at a tournament, so he was very keen to not, <laughs> not not lose that moment. Um so I think it was you know, it worked well for both of us. Um yeah. but, you rolled out uh, yeah. after,
0: didn't
2: it? Yeah, so then at the end we had plenty of time left. So we actually did that combat. Um and yeah, if I got both the Shabti and the Sphinx in and then so I got off two spells, which is, you know, that sounds crazy, but it's not. It's it's probably about average with my wizard setup. I should get off two spells most phases. Um, yeah, I I did win. Um, it took about three turns, and, you know, I probably I rolled well, not amazingly, but it's just the thing is it's, it's such a risk. You know, like if he only has to roll five sixes on the side that the Shabdi's in to kill the Shabdi or, you know, just roll a few extra or make a few wards, and then it's a different story. So... In hindsight, like I should have charged in, but I think realistically it was 100% the right decision. Yeah. You know, 100 times out of 100, you should be making that decision, um, which is bad because it makes for a boring game, but uh, I think Tournament Hammer is a bit different sometimes than... Uh,
0: yeah, I think given the circumstances, my... you would have been a fool to go in. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah I think you made the right decision. Okay, so that's you safely won so that that. the tournament. Yeah, congratulations again. <laughs> um, Thank you. So let's mop up uh, the jabronis that didn't win. (laughs) Martin, do you want to go first?
4: Yeah, my last round was against Chris Bone and the Infernal Dwarfs. Never played them, so everything was new for me. I did a really big mistake with the Kestrels, so basically I gave it to him. The only time, the single time, that the Feathers in the wizard's bow did something it did two wounds the multiple wounds to the prophet on the lamasu on top of the lamasu so he was two wounds left i throw the i cast the swarm of insects again i did one wound and he was only one wound left oh no he was behind a unit of the kadim incarnates so i double charge with the dryads And the Thicket Beast there, in my head was, I'm going to win this combat. He's going to run. I'm going to overrun to the general. And it's game over, basically. (laughs) Uh, Nope. I managed to to complete the charge with both units. I put... My mistake was was, there was a lake there. So I placed the Thicket Beast uh, inside the lake. So I, I wouldn't have to take the that it is. I didn't matter if it was stubborn or not with that unit and the Dryad, but unfortunately the Dryad was completely in the front of the incarnates. So I was rolling to hit and I was rolling to wound and I only killed kill one of the incarnates or maybe not even one. Uh, he was telling me, you must have done something really bad to someone because you are rolling like crap. <laughs> <laughs> the, whole, the whole game, I was rolling like crap. Yeah, I couldn't kill it. The incarnates obliterate the dryads. Uh, I ran. I stayed with the thicket beast in it. I think I needed a tree, and I rolled a tree, and I stayed there. But I couldn't kill it, so I couldn't overrun to the general. Then I did uh, some more mistakes. Uh, I, I It was uh, scoring units, so I didn't put all the shooting and all the spells on a single unit at a time. So, because he had like three small units of uh, Citadel Guard with a fling lock. So I could, I should have killed them, but no, I left more than 25% in each of, all of them. And then in the last turn, Instead of casting the swarm of insects again against the general to try to kill it, I charge the citadel guard. The no, the citadel guard. No, the immortals with the Vizier, uh with the spearmen and the BSB. I win the first round, I think, or he win. Doesn't matter. We stay. We were like two or three rounds of combat, and we stay both stay there. But he win the secondary. I wasn't able to finish the, the general, and um, basically I only killed the two gunnery team, the flamethrowers, and that was it. He was he lost like two-thirds of the immortal units through DTs. It was hilarious because he knew that it was going to happen, but he went for it either way. And he was losing uh, basically on the first two or three turns. All the dwarves dead were because of DTs. <laughs> uh, we, we were having fun because of that. But it was like, yeah, you have really bad luck with that. But no, he managed to stay. Because I went for... If I managed to break that unit, it's going to be steadfast uh, with the BCL and all that. But if I managed to break that unit, I win. Because it was like... 700 points for the immortals and 300 for the vizier and he was a scoring unit too uh but no no i couldn't so it was a nineteen-one for him and it was Eef. that's it i i only managed to get one point on the second <laughs> game. oh oh uh, it was, it's okay it, i was expecting something like that and i never play against infernal War, so i didn't know the army yeah.
0: Oof, so do you think it was just not getting those little bits of luck? Obviously, getting the lammasu down to one wound and not. No, no,
4: generally. no. It definitely, wasn't luck. It was uh, I played bad. Okay. I made bad decisions. But uh, that combat against the Kadim, when I rerun in my head, uh, the average I should have killed one, and uh, leave one, the another one with one wound. But no, it didn't happen. I think that I didn't even kill one, or just enough to kill one of them. But mm, it was bad luck, but it wasn't that bad luck yeah. there.
0: Okay. Okay, Paul, how did your last game go?
4: Well. Well.
1: <laughs> come on. If
4: you thought my
1: first four <laughs> games were bad. Oh, mama. See, so, this was ironically. There we go. So, <laughs> I'm actually getting comfy. Wait a minute. Ugh. When I heard. Yeah, get comfy. This yeah, is a good okay. story. So, I'm up against Alex Thomas's Stread Elves. So he's got the two big blocks of Dread Judges, three bolt throwers, 56 bows, Cosmo. (laughs) So I'm like, fuck. He beat their (laughs) bows, Cosmo. Just like, that's a lot of shooting. Uh, And that's two big things I don't want to think in combat. So when I got the matchup, I was was not happy. However, (laughs) when we got to deployment, he deployed, and I thought, I've just won the game. Because... This, if, so every game there's been a butt. I'll just wait for it. I know. Well, wait for it. it the butt doesn't come in for a while. Okay. So right. it, it's good up until then. Right. Sorry. Continue. Continue. So if I'm looking at his battle line on his right hand side, he's got two units of small crossbows, and then there's a big bit of impassable terrain, which was definitely impassable. It wasn't a ruin. I <laughs> <laughs> and then if you're carrying on right to left, he's got bolt thrower crossbows, bolt thrower crossbows crossbows, and then the Medusas on the far left.
4: He but he put, me.
1: he put both Dread Judges behind his big units of crossbows. Oh. And I'm thinking, secondary's scoring units. Mm. So I'm just going to take the flanks. He's chaffed himself up. I've won the game. So, pretty happy. So what I did was knights on one side, chosen knights on the other side, and my wizard lock next to, on on that far right. And these were the units I was going to push up. And the reason I was using the warriors to do this was because the triple march, plus I'd taken the magical move for evocation. Because I was thinking he's going to stop everything else. He's not going to stop the... Because I'm going to try and snipe his stuff, and I'm just going to get the magical move off and just push. But what I did was I deployed everything like as far back as possible just to negate his shooting. Hmm. Gave him first turn. So I thought, right, you can't shoot me first turn, and I'm not going to move. Yep, good point. So I was like, right. Now, what do you do? Now, he, he didn't move. So I thought, right, okay, so I'm not going to move. So turn three, because I'm thinking, I don't need to move right now, because I can got the speed to take those two units and get out. Because by this point, if you haven't noticed, I'm not having the greatest tournament. So <laughs> I'm more than happy to take a small win. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm thinking, okay. And now he made another mistake. He put a Medusa onto the hill on the far left. And then he moved a unit of crossbows up behind, and I'm thinking, you've just given me an easier charge with the knights, and an easier overrun. So I'll be having those points, thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. So, they clear the charge, the knights get in, I'm thinking this is going surprisingly well for, you know, Stop an opponent. Stop setting yourself <laughs> up for the fall. <laughs> this is going really well for a game I didn't really want to play. So, block of 10 knights, full health, strength 6 on the charge, 20 attacks, I think I'm only getting like six guys in combat because he's the size of the, of the Medusa base. So yeah. twelve attacks. He's got distracting on the Medusa, so I'm hitting him on fives. Roll out my roll out my hits. Do one hit. Sure. Okay. Oh. <laughs> roll to wound, don't wound. Right. Yeah, okay. it comes to bad. And then, well, this is it. So that unit and the Medusa basically stayed there for the whole game, and it was just like. I couldn't kill him. He couldn't do enough to me to break me because any time that he did win, I'm re-rolling my break tests mm. and I've got a, I've got one up base armor save. So at strength five, I'm still getting the three up and I was making most of my saves, which was good. So that was a bit of a fucking nightmare on that side. So I thought, right, well, that's that plan fucked. But at least he can't shoot at me with the uh, bolt throwers because they're in combat. On the other side, I had worked out that I think it was something like two or three turns, I could get to the other side and I could kill these units. And I want to say two turns, the 19 block of warriors went from 19 to nothing by the time that unit actually got into combat. He managed to get off two of the big damage spells with Cosmo. Uh, Crossbows were doing wounds. And then I, I think when the actual unit made it into the... To the combat i think that the general was alive and there was maybe say 12 warriors and then i roll for a spell and i miscast and i get triple fours oh. which is 2d6 oh. ap two or three and then i i kill the whole unit the whole unit dies oh, so my general and now he's in combat with nine <laughs> crossbowmen i'm like for fuck's sake go on rambo do it <laughs> he gets killed and then i think right okay that's okay cuz this is happening now this is the game the, the chosen knights blast through their target turn round and think right i'm going to i'm going to take that unit so my it goes back to my turn i declare the charge and he flees and then i can't catch him i've got a fallen unit there as well to try and catch him they can't catch him and then it, the game ends and that unit's fleeing but because of the rules of the secondary i get i get the 25% points or whatever it is but I don't get those secondary yeah, points. Yeah. yeah, Oh, that's so annoying. So neither of us win the secondary. And he ends up winning 13-7 because of that massive points win. Yeah. So what should have been an easy 13-7 for me, if not more than that, because I would have killed more of his stuff, it, he ended up winning the game. And ironically, it was probably my favourite game of the whole tournament. <laughs> <laughs> Because I, I knew in myself I've done nothing wrong in this game. Like, tactically, he's made a mistake, yeah. and I've just played to that mistake. The, the table suited me because there was a lot of impassable terrain. There was, like, two hills, there was a building, and there was an actual piece of impassable. So I thought, I can use all that to my advantage to block his shooting. So that was really good. But um, it was just bananas. Just those two rounds of losing that many warriors to just bad rolls. It was just insane. Um, but Alex was a really nice guy, um, a really good opponent. So despite that, I did have fun. And like I say, I ended up enjoying it. So 13-7 um, to him. The only... did he used yeah. the, 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 the
4: dead chassis at all? Or the, Sorry? The, the two units of chassis. He uses or not? No, he didn't move.
1: He didn't move his crossbows. <laughs> so I didn't actually have to worry about them in the end. So I was like, that's great. So his both throwers were basically trying to kill the Forsworn, which were at the other end of the table. I didn't have enough terrain to hide them. Um, I basically stuck the Felgix behind the hill because I was like, they they can panic. Nothing else in the army can panic. Yeah. So that's, a, that's the weak link. I'll hide them and there are more points. Um, so he was basically trying to kill the Force One for with bolt throwers and I think he got one unit down to one guy another mm-hmm. unit was fine. And his crossbows didn't really do anything because he wasn't moving them forward enough to get into any kind of range to do any kind of damage. Yeah. So it was just that water unit like, like, I don't games. understand Like, what are the odds of that happening bad days but like I say it was a good game um, we chatted a bit afterwards and I said to him about his deployment and yeah he was he, he said to me that it was the most interesting game he had <laughs> <That's> <laughs> an <excellent> <laughs> and I was like oh thanks I don't know if that's a compliment or <laughs> what? okay I'll take that but anyway, he was a really nice guy he was a really good opponent I'd, I'd play him again like, no question, like it was we had a good so time. A good sign.
0: My my only words of consolation, Paul, are having lived through the Midlands team event, uh, it makes you a better player. A better player and a better person
1: actually. When everything just doesn't go your way. Oh dude, like so, I'm I'm a really laid back person, but see in that moment where all those warriors <laughs> died, I was fucking livid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I <it> was furious. <laughs> that's fucking insane. It was mental. Yeah. At least you can laugh about it now. Yeah, and I mean, <laughs> without to kill I someone. didn't get 20 odds. <laughs> yeah. All all tournament, didn't get 20 odds. A couple of really bad losses, a couple of 19-1s, but still picked up 7 points despite that the game turned to shit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, never mind. Yep. Absolutely. What about you? Um. So, my round
0: 5 was against the one that only Alex Wheatley of Thundercox came. <laughs> Casper uh, <laughs> himself. And I, I I was really lucky. I got five awesome opponents, five awesome games. Uh, but I think this was probably my favourite because Alex and I, when we were putting out, we, we knew that we we weren't out of contention essentially. So mm-hmm. we just were kind of like, let's just have fun. And I can honestly say I don't think I've ever laughed as hard playing a game. <laughs>
4: it's awesome. We really laughed about that.
0: Oh my god, it was just insane. We we both played um a lot like looser than we probably should have. Uh, definitely a lot faster and looser than we, we played for the rest of the tournament. So basically, Alex's list is super fucking nasty. Um, it's two uh-huh. big blocks of ghasts, three Strigoi vampires, uh, a big block of ghouls with all the buffs, uh, a bunker of zombies with a cadaver wagon in it, um, mm-hmm. and then some dogs for chaff. Really solid. You know, You know exactly what that list is going to do. And it was the flags one as well, which is a fucking nightmare, because... He's only got three scoring units. <laughs> uh, the ghouls, the zombies, and then the unit of gas that the BSB joins because he makes them scoring. And okay. Undead are never great to get, get those kind of units off. So I kind of resigned myself that I probably wasn't going to get the secondary. So I dropped the first turn because um, I just went to Alpha Strike, and then basically my dice were insane again. And the Everything just opened fire and I targeted the ghouls because um I needed to get basically for dead you need to concentrate fire and concentrate and taking a unit at a time off. And uh everything fired at the ghouls that could and I got them down I did something insane, like of the unit I think it was forty in the unit, I did like eighteen wounds, something like that. Um, <laughs> the uh the mortars were all firing, just taking stuff off. Um the crossbows were all going in it and uh I got like insane amount of damage. It went to his turn 2, and um, everything just moved up, as per usual. And then he healed back 14 ghouls. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, this is going to be sore. Because uh, this, this unit vanguard did as well, so it's right in my face at this point. And in my turn 2, just went fucking ape shit. Everything hit. Both mortars hit. The rocket batteries didn't hit all game. They they were too busy trying to kill themselves. But the crossbows all hit, and I, I took out the unit. In one, basically one turn of shooting. Oh, and Alex was less than chuffed. It's fair to say. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a fun game. I'm not gonna win <laughs> because oh. because he was like he was adamant that that unit shouldn't get taken off in shooting, and it probably shouldn't. But I've just got so much shooting in the in the list just now, and it's all strength four. So I took that unit off, and then this is where my greedy side comes in again because <laughs> that was 700 points in that unit. And it it doesn't nullify the vampires, but if he puts the vampires and the zombies, I can get around them, because you can harvest wounds. Yeah. So, my chickens i put on one side, and he'd had to manoeuvre. He had one gas near on the side of his line, and he had to manoeuvre his gas unit around a bit of impassable. So, both of my chicken units had a charge on one of his gas units, and they had support from the Archean So, I kind of thought about it for a couple of minutes, and I was like, it's dicey. But if it goes my way, that's a big win for me. So I thought, you know, fuck it, last game, Alex is egging me on, he's like, fucking do it, do it, do it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm an idiot, I'm like, yes, Alex, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> Go me. So I charge in, both of them make it, they get the support of the Alcain Arcanor, so they're hitting on threes because of lightning reflexes. I get some armor buffs on them, so they're, they're like, fucking solid. I think they did four wounds. <laughs> <in total>. Oh. <laughs> they just, they couldn't, he had the four-up regen as well, and I, it was funny for the magic phase because I have got all the spells in the world just now in my list. And Alex looks to me and he was like, "Andrew, which one of them do I not want to go off?" And I was like, "You don't <laughs> want the flaming to go off, Alex." And he was like, "I'm going to stop that one." <laughs> <laughs> so that was the only one he stopped. So like everything else got buffed to the teeth, but I just the chickens. The chickens are great because people are scared of them, and they do have times where they just go ape shit and kill stuff, but there's so many times where they, they just bounce and I think I was being very optimistic in my head when I was looking at that charge because in my head I'm thinking if it goes well I'm gonna win big here when it, it probably was never gonna go that well anyway so they hit they won the first round and then it just became a grunt and, and he was gonna win because he can heal his guys back um in the middle of the table I chaffed up the other gas unit uh who were at full health because the rocket batteries like i said were too intent on killing themselves rather than the enemy. So the one thing I really need you know, to work to kill the gas wasn't operating. Um, so he thought he was being really smart and he was like, right, I'm going to charge my BSB out of the unit um, into that unit of rangers there, which was in front of my big spear block. And I kind of looked at him and I was like, okay. And he was like, you're going to flee? And I was like, no, I'll hold. And he was like, ha So he charged, hit the rangers and he was like, I'm going to kill your rangers now. And I was like, yeah, you are. And he killed them and he was like, I'm going to overrun. And I was like, okay... So then he overran into the spear unit and he was like, now starts the grind and I was like, Well, I've got the prelate with a locket in there. And he was yeah. and he was like, Ah. So the prelate punked him at a turn. <laughs> 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 and he was he was sat there looking at it, and he was like, I probably should have done that and I was like, No,
3: I don't think nope. you should have
0: <laughs> <laughs> Um So that that was, you know, a decent amount of points back to me as well. But because the rockets didn't turn up, there was no real way I could take out the uh, the gast. So because it was the last game, I thought, right, I'll go balls deep and uh, I charged the spear block into one of the units of ghasts, Uh hoping that, like, I've got all the rerolls, all the attacks. If I just, you know, if the dice are kind, then that should go my way. Again, I got all the buffs off in the world, so I'm thinking, yes, this is going to go well. I roll to hit. I get like 30 hits with the spear. I'm like, this is it. I've got to reroll re to wound. You're dead, Alex. You're dead. And then I remember their toughness 5. <laughs> and I'm strength 3. <laughs> no. So uh, I'm hunting for 6s. <laughs> and it didn't help that I could not roll 6s for the life of me. The unicorns had obviously gone off by that point. Um, <laughs> because I think I did like 3 wounds out of like 27 attacks rerolling, Which is below but it's not, you know, massively off. And um... I ended up actually losing that combat and luckily that was like late game. So I managed to get away and he hadn't killed me under 25%. So I managed to chaff him for the last turn. Uh, so that was actually really lucky because I could have been, you know, a thousand points, over a thousand points lost there if that had gone really badly. Um, hmm. But lesson learned, don't fuck with ghasts. Um So yeah, that's where the, yeah. the game ended. Um, and it, it ended a 12-8 to me on points, but Alex got the secondary because I just couldn't get the scoring units, whereas he managed to pick off, what did he get? The chickens, two units of chickens, so that was two scoring units. So in hindsight, I really shouldn't yeah. have done that. I should have just played the long game, but we had such a laugh, and it was fucking yeah, crazy. Yeah, it sounds like a really fun game. It was, it was just crazy. It's... So, um, so yeah, it was 12-8 on points, but then Alex got the secondary, so it was an 11-9 to him in the end. But, um, That's... it was, it was a really, really good game to finish the tournament on, because honestly, I don't think I've laughed that hard in a long time. <laughs> The best bit about the ghouls going off was that it was the rangers that did the last two wounds. <laughs> That's all, all the shooting I had left. I Just this one unit had like 10 strength 3 shots. And uh, Alex was grinning because he was like, I'm going to bring those ghouls back. Yeah. <laughs> but Aragon and his chumps just went, booo! <laughs> so, yeah, it was it was really good fun. Um, and yeah, and that ended in 11. 11-9 to Alex. Nice, close game as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. it was actually like, when I was going into the game, I was thinking it was going to be probably a medium win for him, Uh, especially if my shooting didn't turn up, but so I was actually, I was happy with that, but I think I threw away the win, but I don't think it's fair to say that either, because we were both playing pretty fast and loose, so um, I don't think it was a true testament to uh, Alex's skill as a tactician in general. So that was was it, end of the game. In nice. the rather. So, obviously, um, we'll just run through the, the prizes and stuff and then we'll have a quick chat about our kind of thoughts overall. So, the table at the end of the day, unsurprisingly, Gareth was top, first place. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, with, done well done, Gareth. It was
2: a surprise to me, at least.
0: <laughs> with uh, an impressive 88 total score, um, John Turner, also from Team Scotland, just saying, uh, was second place. Uh, John played really well all weekend. Um, yeah. Some really yeah. good results. He got 85, so it was proper tight up there. And then third place was Jack Austin with 83. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll just, I'll quickly just run through everyone. So we had.
1: Yeah, when you get to the bottom, when you get to my uh, name, Andrew, don't, don't feel compelled to get okay. the points. Well, what we'll do, 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 friend, is uh, I'll get to bottom <laughs> three, and then you can do, you can take over from that. bit, okay. <laughs> I think we just leave that up to you know the, the listeners to decide that's <laughs> so really fine that's really
4: difficult
1: hey, well you, you
4: didn't no you are 23 uh, ok Nick won the pool so ok ah, we'll get to that we'll get to that So uh, spoilers
0: so fourth place was Stephen Dorner which was a really good showing from him uh, yeah. fifth was uh, Chris Legg sixth was Kieran Dunn seventh was Monroe Armitage yeah Monroe did really well really really good result for Monroe eighth was Chris Bond Ninth was me. Tenth was Tim Botnick. So I'm just saying I'm the best coach. (laughs) Of course. We already knew it. Gareth Gareth knows. Tim doesn't know, but Gareth knows. That's all that matters. Um, (laughs) Below Tim was Alex. Uh, Below Alex was Andy. I've forgotten the numbers, so we're just going to continue this format. Uh, Under Andy was uh, Felix. Then it was um, Will Goodwin. Then Mel. Then Deej. Then Martin. Uh, And below
1: Martin it was yeah. Ed. Yeah, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> it was Ed. round point. happy about that, Martin. By one oh box. yeah, um, I'm really happy.
0: Because Ed's got minus 10 points time penalty.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly.
3: Yeah.
0: Uh, below, below Ed was uh, Gary Quirk. Uh, below <laughs> Gary was uh, Barry Lynch. Below Barry was um, Alex Thomas. And in the bottom three, Paul, do you want to talk us through this, or do you want me just to rip it off like a band-aid?
1: <laughs> um, bottom three, in no particular order, <laughs> but was... But in uh, a particular order. <laughs> myself, <laughs> no. Uh, no. Guillermo, and Nick. No. No, no. It was Not me. in that order. I said no particular order. Oh, <laughs> <come on. laughs>
4: Alright, so...
1: Right, so it was Guillermo on 43, me on 42, and Nick on 40. And the only reason I wasn't bombed was because I actually turned up with a Painted Army. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a it's an yeah. honourable way to not come bottom. Yeah. yeah, to give Nicky's due, he had 33 yep. TP's, and I only had 25. So, technically, I came last. <laughs> technically. But No, then...
2: nah, I mean, you say that, but painting is important at a tournament like it's it's you know i reckon it's a big deal and i'm glad that felix was quite harsh on him
0: i agree and i've been telling yeah. nick to fucking paint his army for over a year <laughs> yeah. and he thinks because his girlfriend paints some of his bigger stuff it counts <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. was happy yeah. yeah nick was happy with it we had a, <laughs> the last place we had a little poo yeah uh, which Calm had found in the shop uh, so <laughs> Nick, was,
1: Nick was dead chuffed, and he had these uh, 40k stuff. So he was <laughs> he was quite happy. he actually got a couple of nice wee bits with the poo. he got the little um, was it the spacer, the little marker. Oh yeah. You yeah, got yeah. a couple of little bits as well that were actually quite yeah. nice.
2: It was the Team Scotland bits, wasn't it? Yeah. The, the widget and
0: uh, you know, the arc. Other prize was best sports.
1: And uh, uh, who won that, Andrew? That, that was me. I won best sports. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Which he yeah. did really well. You got four uh, votes. My yeah. jaw has
0: been killing me ever since. <laughs> Which does beg the question: Who didn't vote for you? Yeah. Well, I inquired. <laughs> uh, oh, really? <laughs> of course you did. Oh. Because four is very impressive. So I was like, it "Okay, but what did I do in the other game?" And uh, I thought Mel didn't vote for me uh-huh. because we had that the first couple of turns were really tight, and I may have called Mel out on being uh, over overly cautious in that game. <laughs> So I thought, okay, fair enough. Mel's not voted for me, but it wasn't. It was (laughs) Deej. Bastard, fucking dwarf players. I know, right? He probably didn't
2: even cast a vote. Probably just play.
0: Well, well, do you want to know the worst bit? (laughs) He voted for ten. (gasps) Your co-captain. Fuck. It's a stab in the back right there. Unbelievable. And then he thinks that he can share a room with me at the English champs. (laughs) ridiculous. (laughs) Um, You sharing the room with a dwarf? Come on. Yeah, but you promised me free cuddles, so... Okay. You've got to take look at me. Yeah. <laughs> so that was it. Um, I think I speak on everyone's behalf, uh, just to say thank you for everyone that came. Uh, it was really, really good fun, and thanks to all our opponents uh, for great games. Um, so before we um, we wrap up, uh, I just kind of wanted to get your guys' thoughts on, just, like, firstly, overall reflections on the tournament. What did, what, how did you guys leave the tournament?
1: raped <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow <laughs> oh.
1: emotionally no it was a great event i did really enjoy it i was lucky in the sense that most of my games were against new opponents which i really liked and um, got to play infernal dwarves for the first time really enjoyed um it was really well run like you say really appreciative to all the guys from down south that came up guys that came up from ireland and stuff it was really good 24 players i think it was in the end yeah um, so solid turnout yeah it was really good and from my perspective, it was interesting playing against, or at least being in the same tournament as a lot of the guys that kind of compete more regularly, and just chatting to them about how they get on in the circuit and stuff, and just seeing the difference in how people construct lists yeah. that kind of have that background, because it is very different. I think in our club, our lists tend to be more balanced, yeah. um, whereas these lists are very much focused at doing a specific thing, yep. and because the guys are playing tournaments fairly regularly, they really know how to use them, so... That was really good. I really like that part of it. It's something that's certainly different than the events that we run. But yeah, now overall it was just a really good two days, well three game, three days for us because we were in there on the, on the Friday as well. So, yeah, just
4: a really great weekend.
1: weekend.
4: Absolutely. Martin, what did you yeah. think? Disappointed that I couldn't get the pool. So, that was not good you had for, to me. Settle for beating Ed. uh Oh, yeah, I'm really happy for that. <laughs> <laughs> It was funny because we were playing in, in the next tables and last round he was playing against Nick. And I was all the time, Nick, beat him, beat him, beat him. <laughs> oh, not even a chance. No, it was a great tournament. I didn't have a bad match. So every opponent was great. I enjoyed a lot. Even though they were giving me 20s, it was, yeah, it's okay. It's funny. No, it was funny because... When you talk with someone that is like like Paul said, they they, they are on the tournaments almost all the time, so they focus on some on something and they know how to play it. And you learn from experience. Now I know that I don't have to deploy the BSB on the opposite side or stuff like that. (laughs) No. No, you learn a lot. You learn a lot. Also looking at the list and playing against them, how they measure how they position the units and all that yeah um of course we play more like for having fun and we have like fluffy lists or stupid things we, we put on the lists especially when we play against Nick. <laughs> uh and moving the forest and stuff like that but it was in the overall was a great tournament i really enjoyed it. i when it the day was over i was i wanted to continue playing and he was like, give me more. Yeah. I don't care. Uh, it was quite the opposite for Guillermo because the first day he was beating the three games and he was oh, I don't want to play anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well really sad. The poor guy. But I was telling him, wait for the next day. You're if... playing Paul. It'll get back. Yeah, I... Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Tomorrow, Paul will throw you a win. When... <laughs> uh, he, he was happy because when he played against Alex, uh, Alex managed to beat him, and uh, he told me, "Well, I give him faith again of the game, on the game, because he was getting twenties too."
3: Uh,
4: and Alex was happy because of that game. But no, the the tournament was great. Felix was is an amazing host and a TO, and I'm really eager to have the next one. Good, awesome. Yeah.
0: Gareth, I'm interested to hear your thoughts.
1: Yeah, it's a seasoned tournament player.
2: Um, like legitimately, it was the the most enjoyable tournament I've been to. Um, like completely, uh, completely aside from the fact that I did well, like it was just the only the only other tournament I would compare it to is um, a South Coast GT back in the day, um, and that that had a different vibe to it, and that was just because it, there were so the 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 year I went there were 220 people so you know like it's it's almost like a festival of Warhammer um and so obviously this was far smaller 10% of the size but yeah I mean everybody was just on good form it was like lovely to meet all the all the Scottish guys you know we went out for like nice dinners with like a good proportion like most of the tournament went out for dinner on the Saturday night which is it's a rare thing um and then the other thing like I actually talked about it a bit um in the last podcast that you know like Felix being ruthless on time penalties painting penalties um thankfully it didn't come up but I'm sure he would have been even more ruthless on um you know cheating or anything like that yep. you know it was it was yes. it was legit and I I think uh, it just makes for a better tournament for everyone you know like you only have to get a couple of heavy points penalties for slow pay and then you quickly realize that you need to speed up or yep. you know things like that so yeah I mean overall just a great tournament and I'm really glad I came up and, and got to hang out with you guys and play some good fun with Warhammer
0: yeah awesome I really enjoyed the meals actually I think that
1: <laughs> that was your highlight <laughs> of the weekend I think, <laughs> food I think
0: the food was really fucking good all week <laughs> um, <laughs> but like it was I think Everyone really got on with each other. It was kind of like a similar um, atmosphere to Siege, where um, like everyone just got on. Um, everyone was, like, you know, going to the meal on the Saturday and just like talking to each other in between games as well. Because uh, there's some tournaments where like people just they go off and go into like the little cliques. and yeah, they, don't, yeah. they don't actually talk to each other. Um yeah. Whereas I think everyone was kind of getting, you know, you're talking to their opponents and talking to different people, and you know, it, it was just really, really nice, really enjoyable. It was very good. Yeah. And obviously a massive thanks to Felix because that was a lot of he obviously had to step in and play last minute. Um Yeah. yeah. Yes. I
2: don't, don't think he loved that to be honest.
0: <laughs> no, I don't think he did either. <laughs> um but you know that was a lot of work for him, so major thanks to him. Um so before we, we wrap up, um I'm interested to hear your guys' thoughts on just looking back over your, your performance and your list. And obviously we're we're still in kind of tournament season. Um, and there's there's events coming up, uh, so Gareth, we'll start with you. Obviously, you won, so you can't really complain. <laughs> so. um, no, I can always complain. Anyway. <laughs> Don't you worry about that. Good man. Um,
2: yeah, no, I mean, I've like I've, I've got a, a small tournament this weekend, just a like a local club one. It's just a one day, three games, um, and I'm taking a similar list, but now I just have one big chariot Death Star wow. instead of the two small ones, and I've changed the sphinxes to the, the war sphinxes, which I think are better sphinxes. Yeah. And I've not taken terracotta because I want to just have a play around with the, like maximizing healing and stuff. So I've changed the items on my wizard a bit so that I can get more yeah, get more heals. And uh, I think it would be a good thing to, to test. Um, but I think the list has a lot of legs. And the other big addition um, that you'll notice from looking at my list is uh, two pieces of chaff. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yeah. Thanks. I so quite a lot of quite a lot of changes
0: have you kept the, the mounted wizard the higher factor, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah yeah
2: yeah. so he's running, and he's on um he's on fast care now um, cool. which makes it a bit easier so he he should be able to hide a lot more easily now
0: Yeah. Sure. okay cool yeah. um martin have you been thinking about listing things obviously you played uh, ed on saturday
4: i would change everything of the list I okay. don't know. Okay,
0: Martin, this is me giving you the green light to be really fucking salty right now, but still... No! I'm
4: going <laughs> to be really fucking salty. No. No. I I think that the Sylvan Elves needs to be totally avoidance. The problem is that when you go to a team tournament, you can take advantage of that. In an individual tournament, you need to also consider the secondary objectives and all that. And I was really worried about that. So basically, that was the reason that I did three combat blocks to be really difficult to kill them. But it wasn't that difficult. And <laughs> um, now the list could be better. I could say points for other stuff like removing the the feathers on the wizard. and put again the um, the pathfinder with the bow of wisdom. This much nicer. Yeah. But it's okay. Uh, I, I get that why the elves are not that bad, but for me is they are going to stay on the shelf. And I'm going to start playing Empire and the Orcs again. So, ah, okay. uh, it was okay because I was getting more points than I was expecting. But after the day one, I was okay. Maybe I can get 50 points, and that would be really amazing. But no.
0: You weren't far
4: off, to be fair. What did you think? Uh, yeah, no, it was. I get 35 points. Okay. So yeah, I only could managed to get one point on the second day. But no, it's okay. The list. Um, I think it, the 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 base is not that bad, but I need more uh, more avoidance. I need to be able to move fast and pick the combats not wait for them so because I know they're going to come so I said basically I said the units so okay come but uh, I cannot rely on the magic anymore that I used uh, I used to rely on that so I was rolling really bad on the magic I need more shooting and I need more movement that's basically how the Sylvanas should play I think and that's it
0: okay fair enough uh, Paul, sure. obviously the the new Warriors book's just been released, so that'll impact your thinking. But
1: yeah, yeah, definitely. I think the the list I took to the tournament, um, I think was fine. I don't think there was any real major problems, bar the expensive chaff. If I'd had the models in hindsight, I maybe we'd have been better stringing more dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, yeah. Stringing multiple small units, and then conserve the points and maybe put it into like a, a crusher unit or something like that, and up the number of bodies. But um, yeah, so new book. Uh, I won't go into that now. It has changed lists. I think you, you, it's definitely going to have changed a lot of the lists you see at tournaments. Yeah. It's gonna, a lot of the lists are going to be smaller just because points now are, are different. But, yeah, in terms of the list I took, I, I don't think there was any major problems with it. I think it was really just bad dice and bad decisions, basically, on the, day, on the weekend. Because, like I say, up to the tournament, I was getting pretty good results with it. Yeah. Uh, it just wasn't happening on the days, unfortunately. Yep. And there's not a lot you can well, do about it when it goes that way. No, there's not. But I mean, it's, like I say, in, in some situations, it was just bad decisions on my part. Um, and what we were saying before about good players, and that obviously just comes with experience, just yep. knowing 100%. when to push and when not to push. So, yeah, we'll see. But um looking forward to the next tournament. Don't know what I'm going to be bringing. It, obviously, it will be Warriors, but I don't know what that's going to look like. Um, Ooh. But we'll see. Is that surprising, Martin? I've only got one army. (laughs) (laughs) For me...
0: Yeah, um, what were you going to say, Andrew? Yeah, just because, like, looking over the the tournament now, um, Ed has basically um, worn me down over two weeks uh, and convinced (laughs) me to go to the English Championship. Yes! So so Ed and I are going to that. um, And the list, you've got to submit your list by the end of the month, I think. It's 1st of April. So I'll be keeping a, a similar kind of style list, but I've already made some changes. Like I've cut the altar um, because I think in some matchups that's just an easy 100, uh, sorry, 280 points, and it didn't actually die all weekend, which surprised me. But I think it it didn't pull its weight, and it's too expensive not to pull its weight. So um, it's been dropped, and I've I've added another chicken teach unit. So hopefully that will you know, help them actually do something when they get in the combat. We'll wait and see. <laughs>
2: Even bigger chickens.
0: Bigger chickens. More chickens. Um and then I'm gonna try out halberds instead of spears. Um and I'm gonna try the brace of pistols on the writer. I'm not convinced by the brace of pistols anymore, but um so I've got a couple of ideas that I'm gonna test before submitting those uh those championship English championship lists. But overall, nice. um yeah I'm 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 obviously happy with the result. Um I played against five good players, got five good results. Um, I didn't lose on battle points all weekend. Um, but a big oh. part, big part for me was um, secondaries, because I think I was that was the area I was poorest at over the course of the weekend was competing in those those secondaries.
1: So I need Is to that ha- just because of the list though? Because you're obligated to, you know, utilize your shooting, which um, kind of restricts your movement I to mean, degree, a degree. So little depending bit. on when they are.
0: Yeah, I think I, I played the secondary well against Barry in the first game. It was hard against Alex because that was just going, always going to be an uphill struggle. But I think in the yep. uh, the other games, like against Deej, that was just me not not reading the rules essentially, because <laughs> I could have got that objective or drawn the objective without risking the chickens, which cost me points. And then uh, against uh, Mel and um, yeah, and Kieran, sorry, it was just I think I just need to be better at playing for the secondary because it's such a massive swing, and I I, yeah. I, think, I think I'm guilty of forgetting that sometimes. And I do like the list has hard scoring, like the chickens and the knights are hard to get rid of. So I don't really have an excuse. So I think it's just going to be a case that I just need to be more aware of them going forward. But I've got some time between now and the English Champs to kind of be a little bit more aggressive with them and see if that works. But um, I'll try that and see. But overall, very happy with the list. Um, so I'll be taking something very similar to the, the English Champs. Yeah man, 70 points is a solid performance. Yeah, it's yeah. very good. I think if you'd offered me that at the start, I would have taken it. No questions asked. So, yeah, I really can't complain too much. Uh, I just kind of want to make sure that I build on it going forward. So, does anyone have any final big thoughts about the tournament or looking forward before we wrap up?
4: For the next one.
0: For the next one. Well, we've got, obviously, um, Strife. Paul, you're organising that with Ed.
1: Yeah, me and Ed are setting that up. And that is going to be July, I think it's the 14th. I think cool. it's the second Saturday. Cool. Uh, that's just a one-day singles tournament. Okay. Yep. And then so we'll any of the guys year. that came up for the GT, you're more than welcome to come back. Yep, Lovely yep. to have you back.
0: And then we'll have Siege in October, um, and there's there's a whole bunch of events that are going on uh, in between. You've got um, Cult to War, Cult to Pain. Um, yeah. the, the Renegades are having a a tournament in uh, at Firestorm. Our... There's the uh, the big team event. Uh, which is a, a three man team event that Mikey Newman's organising. It's obviously the English yep. Champs. They we're really, really lucky just now with the amount of tournaments that are going on. So. Uh, yeah. There's another one in
1: uh, Ireland as well, the guys are setting up. Yeah. There's another one in Ireland? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh. The same place as before, it's the place that's got like, the, it's the spa and the sauna and stuff. Oh, something. man. That <laughs> may be, be a shout. <laughs> I think it's a two dayer. When is this? Uh, I want to say June, July time. But, I think it I think
2: it might be uh second and third of June. Okay. I uh, can't make that. Fuck.
4: Andrew, we need we uh, need to go. You. I don't quote <laughs> me. I've never
0: me. been in Ireland, so <laughs> Yeah, no we'll we definitely be going down. There's
1: on site accommodation at the place. Ah, it's so fucking good. They've got you so your stuff. your your ticket your ticket price includes accommodation, which is on site. Oh. Okay, we'll discuss this. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, but yeah, there's there's shed loads going on. So um, as always, if you want to find out any more about these uh, events, jump on the ninth, the no, ninth age form, if I can speak properly, because uh, there's lots of details and stuff up in there. It's a wonderful time to be alive. It is if you're uh, if you're in the ninth age. There's a lot of shit going on. <laughs> so um, before we we go, just a massive thank you to Gareth and Martin for coming on again. Um, oh, thank you, it Such a pleasure. Yeah, as always, it's great, um, and I'm sure we'll get you
1: on again yeah. sometime yeah. in the future.
0: Yeah, Paul, any closing remarks before we
1: sign off? No, just, um, again, just to to thank everyone that came, and thanks to uh, Felix for putting in the work and uh, putting on the event. It can be a bit of a thankless task, putting on a tournament sometimes, it can feel anyway, um, but I think everyone really appreciated it and had a really good time, so thanks to Felix.
0: Absolutely. Right, so uh, just before we sign off, um, if you want to get in contact with us, you can do so on Twitter at scottish 9 you can send us an email at What's the email address? Shit. Scottishwildlings at gmail.com <laughs> That's Save. the Saved. Alright, I'll edit that out. Maybe. Nah, fuck okay, it. Just leave it. Who cares? No one's listening by this point. Let's be serious. But until yeah. next time, um, we'll catch you later. Take it easy, guys.